the lady had the story and then ABC killed it. Whoops. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Horace. Chilling here with my boy, AJP. This is the podcast. You know what the fuck it is. Undisclosed studio. We got two empty chairs here because we're awaiting our extra special guests who we won't await. Or who we're awaiting, but we don't want to give it away. Uh, super secret. Super serial. Super secret. Mm-hmm. Um, what you got there, Jake? I My standard go-to nowadays, White Claw. Mm-hmm. Black Cherry. Comes in 12 packs it. now. We're you don't have to rem- fuck around with those bum-ass flavors. No, we're removing the stigma surrounding White Claws. It's okay to drink it. Ooh. And it's okay to drink anything. Yeah. If it gets you drunk, fucking pour it. But always within a moderation. This week, I'm keeping it N.A. Got the Wiggies Grapefruit Seltzy. You got sure. some black ter- blackberry tangerine over Ooh. there, too. The black and tans. That'll put some lead in your pencil. Yeah, I got a 12 of that the other night at Wiggies. So I fuck with that heavily. Hold on, I gotta open up my can. Ooh, let's hear it. Gotta silence this phone too. I know the putheads love to hear that. um, They love to hear that that sound. I can't. I don't even know what kind of sound it is. Just triggers something in your brain. Like, oof, I fucking need one too. Some uh, primal fucking shit. (laughs) Like the first scene in 2001, a space odyssey, when you got like the rival. ape men and they're fighting over the shit and then one of them beats them over the head with a bone like you fucking feel that shit once you it's fucking primal is what i was looking for primal concrete sledge pantera i think you might want to put the ringer on your phone because when our uh special guests are going to be here they're going to send you a sex oh yeah they might text our uh ep though okay you never know you never you don't yeah this is just some speaking of flicks um, I was flipping through my Scamazon uh, Grime, which for all you don't know is Amazon Prime. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, for sure. Um, Road Warrior. I fuck with Fucking it. amazing flick. I fuck with I it. I haven't seen it in years. It's awesome. Sort of funny. And then uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Tina Turner. Mm. <laughs> mm. So fine. Want to make her mine. <laughs> and then... Um, after that, I had to bust out Fury Road, a.k.a. Furry Chode. Still haven't seen that one. You haven't seen Furry Chode? No. Like Dude, to, I, I could have brought it. I know. I don't even have a... I have a DVD player. I got the DVD. Oh, okay. I didn't Fuck. know if you were a blue Dude, player. I can go and get it after. I mean, if you're really down, I don't got to work tomorrow. You ain't got to work tomorrow. Could be. You ain't, we ain't got shit to do. We ain't got shit to do. It's great. Tom Hardy... Charlize Theron with a shaved head. Mm. Tom Hardy. Whew. She's hot. He's hot. <laughs> yeah. Fuck with Tom Hardy heavily. But yeah, those are just great flex. I just wanted to give a shout out to them. George Miller. Hmm. This this pud's for you. <laughs> I just watched um my uh I, I'd say annual watching of the Warriors. It's down Ooh. to annual. It For me, it it's either biannual, triannual. I'm trisexual, baby. I'll watch it anytime. <laughs> Love that shit. Fuck well, yeah. Got some new additions to the uh, 
the uh, wall. New addition, the boy band. Yeah, added some um, memorabilia from our last podcast. Some Schwartz beer. I got the You stand. cut that out of the uh, 12 pack. I did. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I'm like, very oh, inventive. Yeah. What's and, uh, that up there? That's right here? Yeah. That's, oh, that's. That's the High Jivers picture. Okay. Zaxxon's sister. I bought a shirt from them. And that, the Donna Zahn. Shout out to them. In there and that, that fit that little spot perfectly. I got my little Metamucil shout out. We like to keep it regular here on the podcast. In the words of uh, Dick Halloran from uh, <laughs> The Shining, if you ain't regular, you ain't happy, happy. or some something like that. He you said, like ice cream, Doc? <laughs> yeah, he said, he said some, some kind of shit like that. You gotta be regular to be happy. This is Dick Halloran over at the Overlook Hotel. Those family caretakers, we got us some real assholes. <laughs> They're running amok up there. I felt really bad when he when he died. He didn't have to die. No, he didn't. And he was just protecting his beloved hotel. He was, he, well, he was protecting uh, Danny. Danny boy, who also shined. Right. And shined. And I heard in the book, he doesn't even die. I heard nobody in the book actually dies. And, like, it's way different from the flick because Stanley uh, Kubrick, well. yeah. he was like an atheist and he couldn't even think to have something supernatural in one of his films. So he just made it. That Jack Nicholson was like some like uh, psycho drunk, you know. I, I didn't understand. It's like okay, you have this awesome book that you're making a movie of. Why are you such a dick to fucking Stephen King? Like, yeah. you do that little yeah. that little slick move in the beginning where it's like a a red Volkswagen Beetle instead of the yellow, and the yellow ones crashed. And there's all these weird little symbolism, yeah, yeah. little fuck yous to Stephen. But King. that, but I could be wrong. But a lot of uh, authors like that. Like, the uh, color of the car, that might have meant something. Right. You know? Like, who knows? Like, they like to throw a lot of shit like that in there. I heard the uh, the scene at the end where they're in the, the maze. In the book, it was like topiaries coming to life. I heard that, too. Like, the maze comes alive. Right. To help, to help Danny. Or, they're trying to get Danny, I think. Yeah. I, lo- I love the scene where... Um, um, Scatman Crothers, Dick Halloran, sitting in his bed in Florida. And he's oh, got yeah. that, like... He's, he's just but he's got these, The best part is it pans out. The poster <laughs> in the background Some is this naked, naked woman with, like, a fro. It's sick. I want that poster. Yo, that would be great to go That would right be perfect there. right here. If, if anyone has the hookup of a reprint of that poster, holla at you boys. One scene I never got, and maybe you know what I'm talking about. I doubt I get it. At the very end, when the hotel uh, ghouls and uh, goblins are starting to come alive, and they're running around, and they're all scared, they go by one of the hotel rooms, and there's this dude, and he's getting his dick sucked. Yeah. And then the person looks up, and it's someone wearing a bear mask. Dude. Like a really weird bear mask. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. What does that mean? That, that scene fucking throws me off every time. It was really weird. I fucking love that movie, though. So do I. It's great. Yeah. I want to get, actually, for the podcast wall, the um, the alternate poster. It's like a yellow background with like, like some creepy little face. Hmm. It might have been like the European release. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a face. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Dude. And segue into that, Dr. Sleep is either out or it comes out soon. The sequel to The Shining. out this past... Um, this past week, I won't give away dates just for yeah. continuity. It's sake, it's either out or it will be out. Exactly. You you yeah. I'd like and to I see definitely that. want to go see it. Oh fuck yeah! I think they should have. 
Although it's it's good. I was thinking it, they they could capitalize on like the Halloween rush and get it out beforehand, mm. but then it kind of lumps it in with like the the Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas. That's like the money maker right yeah. there. So and there's always a market of people wanting to be scared. Oh fuck so, yeah! But I don't know. It makes me want to like. All the new Stephen King flicks coming out makes me want to revisit, or not even revisit, to actually read the uh, novelizations right. of the books that he wrote based on the films. And of course, you all know I'm being facetious. Yeah. Stephen King people don't come at me. I know the books were written before the film. It's just a joke we do. So All you putheads, just, yeah. just enjoy the ride. I'm just a we, fucking we like troll. To around. Yeah. yeah, we fuck I mean, around. They, they made a series of great movies in the 80s, and then I think around the 90s is when the books came out, if I correct yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Like, I, I remember when I was a kid, I had the rookie, the novelization of Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Fire. Fire book. I had the novelization of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and it was a picture book. Yo, I thought it was the coolest those thing. Those are the best to do book reports on. Because <clears throat> then you just watch the movie. You watch the fucking movie and you have the book. And hopefully your teacher doesn't know. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. I'm not going to say I did. I'm not going to say I didn't. <laughs> I don't want my credits taken away. Yeah. I graduated fair and square. Guardian yeah, Hosea. because I mean, uh, God forbid they found out and then I couldn't have my job as a janitor anymore. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> At an undisclosed location, right? I might add. Mm-hmm. But God forbid. I mean, they God find forbid. that out. They take the mop right out of your hand. <laughs> this is cancel culture. You never fucking know. <laughs> I don't like to dwell. Intellectual this. dishonesty. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I think I hear our guests. I There's some I hubbub hear. going down. Yeah. Should we? Uh... I mean, Should that's a really good ten guest? minute like intro. I think that's good. I fuck with. I like I like intro. doing it like this because we get to like riff or whatever, and then we get to have our friends on mm-hmm. friends. It kind of so breaks up the uh, monotony and keeps it the podcast, the podcast, and then occasionally we have guests. Yeah, so we're not always gonna have guests. No, I'd like to do a the few stars more have been like aligning. Exactly. Venus is aligned with uh, Pluto, Mercury's in retrograde. So, oh, I think I hear people coming up the stairs. Whoa. I think we're just going to keep on rolling. I mean. Yeah, we could. I mean, you could be like. Yeah. We'll just do like a live like, uh, reveal. Like fucking you know? Johnny Carson. Like Rick and Morty season four. It will be out by the time this comes out. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. He's coming Oh, no. Out. Who is it? It's Jack, Jack Torrance. <laughs> he's got the fuck. <gasps> our, yeah. our special guest has arrived. Our concierge, like Jack. Claws. I drink white claws, too. I was going to ask you if you wanted them. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I we got say that. whatever you want. We got alcohol. We got seltzer. We got seltzer anything. Alcohol. We'll send something to the store. You want to you wanna Go sit down? Go ahead and take a seat. Yeah. Pick a seat. Any, is Brian still coming? Yeah, he was. He's supposed to be. Okay. Here we have our special guest, folks, Tim Stiniford. And this is your mic. Nice, nice to meet, nice you, to meet you. I've never actually met you in no, person before. We're friends online. Yeah. So I have a gift for you. Oh, 
I brought a gift for you guys too. What? No John Cardio deck. He's my favorite skateboard. Anti-hero skateboards. Yeah, anti-hero skateboards. So. Andy Roy. He's my. He's, he's my got dog. A great podcast, yeah. dude. Really? I watch it every week. Yeah. He's hilarious. Maybe he you can come on the podcast. Dude, he is a. Fucking he got his maniac. teeth fixed. It looks yeah. fucking weird. Like I'm really, I'm really, fixed. I'm really stoked. He got his teeth fixed. But it just it looks really look weird. Good. It doesn't look. It doesn't look. They gotta normal. like. They're too white. My thing yeah, is like are. the people that get the fake teeth. They gotta make it look a little uh, yellow yeah. or something. You know what I mean? He it's, said he got. He said he got the second shade too, because there's different shades. One step down. Yeah. So step do down. we have a mic for Tim? This is his mic right here. Oh yo. shit! Is that is that all set up right for him? It's fucking. It's, it's good. Rolling. All right. Good. It's already rolling. Let me make sure. I just want to make sure all the. Folks out there can hear him. Absolutely. And it'll pick up both here, those guys. I'll this right here. Yeah, we'll that? definitely find a good place. That's sick. That is fucking That's some Day of the Dead type shit. Yeah, yep, definitely. That's what's up. Jack. We still have all my old skateboard, oh, me and my brothers. Like, we, we had a mini ramp in my dad's garage. And, like, anytime we broke one, we just fucking screw it up to the wall. So I got a shit ton of old Baker boards so, I want to bring in here. Do you want, like, a beverage or something? Yeah, or? I'll have a Corona. Ooh, with a sure. little lime in you there. Cook me up. I got all do this Do you have shit. an opener? Oh, I do. I don't have an opener. I do. Oh, awesome. awesome. You're so perfect. I like this. It's too. actually a 50 caliber bullet. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's hot. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Thank you for... Being, being on the show, man, and I don't know if you know, if Brian told you, my dad is a farmer. He's a poor dirt farmer. That's what he said last week when he said he was coming on the show. Yeah. Your dad lives right down the road. So I got you some Horsford Farms awesome. gourmet popping corn. You got to make yeah. it on the stove top. No, awesome. Is yeah. this, do they sell this at Bailiwick? They might. I think I've I'm, seen it there. I'm pretty sure they do. Because everything there is local. Have you been there? Or? I've gone by it before. Driven by it. Yeah, but, just because, you know, your dad's a farm. They yeah. use all local, like, you yeah. know, everything, eggs, everything there. Okay. And I think I've seen this for sale there. That's, that's what's up. No, so that's, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That's Thank all you for you. Much. See you, guests. You come on the podcast. You get beers. You get gourmet popping corn. What the yeah. fuck? Come on <laughs> Thank here. Thank you. <laughs> He'll be saying deceit for our other guests. Yeah, but Brian's I think he said he's common. Well, we can't say who it is. Oh. It's an un. It's all good. It's oh. a very special <laughs> guest, but he might make his way up here soon. Mm-hmm. Or not. I mean, it's cool. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just chilling, hanging. We got tons of beverages. And... I see you got the Manipulate uh, 7 inch. Yeah. He brought us a lot of uh, really cool stuff last yeah. week. Like, Brian set the bar super high. I mean, that's also yeah, sick, that's too. Well, I see, I see the attitude exhumed over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all good stuff his brother does. This so. picture I'm actually really fond of. I don't know if you oh, fuck with Ozzy. <laughs> I actually bought this little, it was like a cheap frame at Walmart because I'm that's like, that's awesome. fucking dope. Yeah, they're obsessed. Feathered hair. They're obsessed with Ozzy. The Buskies <laughs> are. Really obsessed. Is that Jeff says? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I knew that right away. Legend of Auburn. Yeah, Jeff yeah, says. Right there. That's awesome. He was our second guest. I was think, he? in the third podcast. Yeah, and he also hooked up Jake with a bunch of. He gets to sign off stuff at the college, oh, and he yeah. kind of helps us out with oh, stuff. Cool. He's our sage. Yeah, I used to. I went to Benefactor. CCC with him back in like oh fuck four to six. So like, I got the hook up with mics and shit. But I ended up buying. Oh, buying everything need yeah, to get a proper right, camera right there um yeah jeff thanks a while back probably about 10 years ago i went hey, wasn't dating up? anybody went through this stage of going Hello? out a lot to swabbies and jeff Head says was one of our drinking partners <laughs> <laughs> you know he was there every night Head was, on he's a fun guy man mm-hmm. that was our special guest 
He Call knows me. He's going to head upstairs. The studio is. Well, see, this isn't a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Anything goes. And that's that's one thing is like people get weirded out when we ask them to come on. It's like. Oh, cool! So our oh, other oh, guest, this is Jack, our uh, uh, valet. Yeah, you got You got to say who it is, Jack. Brian. Yeah. Brian, who? <laughs> he probably All right. know his <laughs> Brian. Friend of the show. Yeah, dude. Right here. Because I figured if you're going to be chiming in, you might as well be on mic. Look, he showed up with a say. brand new kicks today. He's for looking the good, man. That's hot. Too, a couple Look at those bands. Yeah, I some know. Bands, old schools. Uh, and I got some Genesis over here for you to clean up. Oh, the, oh we didn't finish those? We, embarrassingly, no. <laughs> Actually, we did, everyone. We did. Yeah, they're, uh, uh, they're you, brand were <laughs> you were finished. You were finished. Yeah, no comment. It's all good, brah. But um, did you see what I got him? I got some gourmet popping corn. Oh, that's the good yeah. shit. <laughs> the good shit. How's it going, brother? Oh, good. good how are you? Good, good, good. So, dapping it up. What up, Doc? Ah, oh, nice deck. Brian, motherfucking busky. Yeah. Wow. Did you bring this? Yeah, I brought it. They said they wanted something for the walls. So. You should have given this to me. <laughs> Shut your pie hole. <laughs> That's nice. Good flash. You gotta, you gotta respect John Cardiel. He yeah. broke his back and they said he'd never walk again. And he skates a little bit. He gets he still rips it and rides Was bikes on, all the time. Did he end up on black label? He was on black label and then he's anti-hero for since him and Julian Stranger, they started anti-hero together. Because I remember But yes, he was on black label. He went from Dogtown to Black Label. Yeah, I used to have that um that video label kills. Yeah, he, he had he a rips. sick part yeah. in that. I forgot what his music was, but it was like some like old it was like some Johnny Cash or some yeah. Willie Nelson. And he's I got like walk the line. Yeah, he's got some sick like hot rods and shit. He's a badass skater. I like that. So what got you into uh, skating, Tim? Um, just back, I it was a BMX kid. Okay. I used to race BMX back in the day. There was, um, uh, two tracks around here. There was one in Liverpool, you know, on the Lake Park. They had a BMX track run by Wayne's Bike Shop. Oh, Wayne's. And then, oh, there, wow. was, then there was one in Marcellus. So me and my buddy, Greg Dopko, I met Greg Dopko. He used to build. Some Shane Woodman's dad. Yeah. Shane Woodman's father. Uh, Shane and Sean. Sean, my and boys. Greg. Sean this podcast should nice. be called Shoutouts because we just <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you edited out some of mine because there Sean's... was no real content. <laughs> it was pure, <laughs> just pure. It just devolved into yeah. just shoutouts. I got friends. I, got friends. Uh, Sean, I know that guy. Sean Steinbaker gave me a nice fresh cut what? yesterday. You got to go get your hair cut by him over in Syracuse. But uh, he's a barber. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, but back oh. to the thing. Yeah, me and Greg Dopko, we used to race BMX and. Uh, just through BMX magazines and stuff, skateboarding started, like, you'd started seeing skateboard pictures in there. Like, whoa, this is way cooler. Yeah, and uh, this was probably back in, like, 84. And we had this buddy, I don't know, he was probably in your grade, Rob Stillwell. Yeah. He came back, he went out, and he rode with us. He raced BMX with us. And he went on a trip to uh, Ocean City, Maryland, and he came back with a Sims Kamikaze skateboard, which really? was the Hasoi skateboard, but Hasoi left sims 
And that was oh, just when the bomb dropped and everybody. Yeah, so okay. he left Sims and went to Santa Cruz. And Sims changed the, it was the sun. It was the rising the, sun. The rising yeah, sun but they dope. just put kamikaze across the bottom of it. Yeah. So that basically started our skateboarding thing. So Rob Stillwell came back from Once there you started just, to skate, did you, did you still ride bikes? No, or was, it was a no, clean break. No, it was, it was a clean break. Rob, uh, Rob came back <clears> and that, my parents ended up, getting me a Veriflex, which at that time, Veriflex kind of went from being a really good skateboard to like a department store skateboard. They, they got it from, a lot of brands. Yeah, they got it, me a board from JCPenney catalog, <laughs> a Veriflex. And that winter, we skated in my basement. And then after that, it was done. I saved up money. Greg saved up money. We went Wayne's Bike Shop, also sold skateboards in Syracuse. And he went and bought a Vision uh, Mark Rogowski Gator, who ended up being in prison, prison. for killing his girlfriend's best Same friend. Same with the soy. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, ended Damn. up getting a Schmidt Sticks John Lucero, who ended up starting Black Label. Oh, no shit. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he owns Black story. Label. But uh, that was our first thing. And then after that, it was just skateboarding. So was that also tied into punk rock? or yes. was well, that separately? actually, skateboarding got us into punk rock. Okay. Because we started getting like Thrasher magazines and stuff. You're like, what's what's this band? What's that? Yeah, band? we were always into a little different. Like Greg was a huge U2 fan, and like we we're like back then, U2 wasn't what U2 is now. Yeah, it was yeah. Like new wave, and yeah. So we listened to U2 and stuff, and thought we were different, you know. And then we started getting like Thrasher magazines, and we started seeing like bands like Black Flag, Circle Jerks, and. Like you two played at CCC, I think, in 88 or 89. No, you two played at CCC in like 82. They played oh, in yeah. the Dome in 88. Holy fuck. I, I, I worked yeah. with a guy before, and he, yeah, he swears he saw him. Yeah. I think he, he said it was 79, but he could uh, be wrong. No, whatever their yeah. war album came war. out. Because yeah. Jeff Dopko, wow. Greg's brother, yeah. Shane's uncle, actually saw them at the college. And he actually used to have a poster in his room. From that, you know, saying, you know, at live yeah, CCC. Awesome. Live from Auburn, New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. But no, you two did play at the college. But uh, no, just from there on, we got into punk rock. And uh, like the first album that really ever really got me was like Dead Kennedys and God Fuck We Trust. Yeah. And God We Trust was just so hard and fast. I mean, you know, we were listening to some stuff, but like uh, this guy, this kid at school, his name was Jim Staggerwald. He uh, lent me. Um, he was a kid with like spiked hair. He was kind of popular, but he was kind of into punk too. And he yeah, had spiked yeah. hair. And you're talking like '84, so when you had spiked hair, it was different. You you had, know, like, people looked yeah, at you different. You got you got uh, fucked with a lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he lent me. He goes, if you want to really listen to something here, take this. And that like just changed my like music forever. That was like, that was so it. hard and fast. And from there but on out, it was out, intelligent too. It was it intelligent. Wasn't, yeah. Like you were listening it to wasn't the Sex Pistols, which is yeah. kind of dumb. That's what we had. Yeah. You know, I we were listening to that. Some Clash because it was just Clash was easy to get. You know, yeah. because it was on MTV at the time and everything. But uh, and God, we trust. After that, Dead Kennedy. Like, I tried yeah, to like get those, I think the last podcast that was one of my first. I think they're yeah, the gateway fans, so. drug for a yeah. lot of kids. Yeah, they they hardcore. Yeah, because Maybe it's because it's hard, but you can understand what uh, he's saying. Yeah. You can listen to the lyrics. It's very uh, political. Yeah, the name um, kind of drew me. De- in. Like Dead, Dead Kennedys. Kennedys. That's fucking yeah. gnarly. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, and I remember I, I, I bought one Delta. of their records. Well, it was a CD at On Cue. And I remember my mom, she's like, the Dead Kennedys, that's so disgusting and disrespectful. And I was like, yeah, I want this. Yeah, <laughs> so thanks, Mom. Yeah. 
But she was right. It's disgusting because yeah. the Kennedys were trying to do stuff for our country, for civil rights, and to move things forward. And they all got, they got they murdered. All got assassinated. Yeah. So it was tongue-in-cheek because Jell-O is smarter than everyone in the room. But he wasn't enjoying the fact. I mean, it's definitely a... You see that that he definitely you know, wanted you to think about yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. all the lyrics are very thought provoking, but great name, great band. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Great so covering God we trust. Jesus oh, on the Yeah, and the, the, the money, the money is crucified. He was crucified on the brutal. So were there shows in town back then or did you have to uh, travel out? Syracuse used to have quite a few. Uh, but Greg Dobko and uh what was her name? Sheila Deck. They started putting on some shows probably in like '89. Okay. Down at the UNC. Oh right. wow! Yeah, yeah, the UNC. There was Is a that couple the one of the shows. bowling alley. There was a bowling alley downstairs okay. there, or in back. Seach Club is the one with the yeah. bowling alley. Okay. And I'm. This yeah. is one on the corner of. The, the, it's on the corner of Washington cottage. and Cottage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can still smoke cigarettes in there. I think. No, that's the Seach. <laughs> oh, Seach. Yeah. Seach, which is right down the road. Because it's a private yeah. club. Yeah. Yeah. The Seach is the next block. No, because it's classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like you're at a bar. You're, uh, you know, you're putting uh, poison in your body anyway. Yeah. You might as well be smoking. Just go fuck it. Full bore. Yeah. It adds to the overall feel of it. You know. I, I think. Agree. So what kind of bands were playing? Were they just uh, local bands or were there um, regional bands, national? The ones back then, I mean, Syracuse would get some definitely uh, uh, bands torn across the country. I mean, anybody from like Circle Jerks to Black Flag and all them played in Syracuse at the Lost Horizon. And then later on, uh, this place called the Alex Lodge, which it was more of a DIY thing. Uh, kids started, uh, it was called uh, Poser, Punks, and Skins of Syracuse, Engage, Unite, and React. Mm. They started yeah. doing shows at the Elks, and they got bands like Swizz from D.C., okay. Soulside. Uh, the Uniform Choice Uniform played. Choice played there, the Radix. A ton of bands played there. Back then, Albany had a big scene, <coughs> so we would get a lot of uh, the bands from Albany that would come up and play. There was a, like no outlet. Uh, can't. Did they play an Auburn show too? I think no outlet. I think might have played yeah. Auburn. Yeah. Uh, but Greg had some touring bands come through too. Auburn. You know that's oh, how shit. you would get it, and it was all it was all back then by like either like letters right. or mail yeah, or mail. phone calls. Like, hey man, let's go. Yeah, it was all phone calls Imagine or mail. Trying to and, schedule it. Yeah. Uh, it's not like it's not how easy it is now. You just hey, look, there's a fucking show going on over in the show, UNC yeah. club there, bub. Let's go. It's <laughs> yeah. smoking there. It was a lot of flyers. <laughs> you know, you'd have to flyer up everywhere up on the SU Hill because you know you wanted the students. Because that was one thing about Syracuse back then. You always had a new influx of students. And there was every all, every year, you yeah, got another yeah. crop of kids, a so. new crop of kids, and <clears> you would always get some kids that were into like uh, you know punk or goth and goth back then i'm not talking about goth now you know it was more you know like, legit legit yeah, yeah. like in like Susie, uh, Susie and the banshees all that type of stuff peter murphy bauhaus you know like that so then back then everybody hung together punk skins hardcore kids it was all one scene you needed everybody so on the same bill you would have like a band like the radix which were an oi band play with uniform choice which was a straight edge band, band which was all they're one of my favorite bands to this day you know uniform choice that was one of my favorite shows i ever saw uh 
but you know everybody was there together and it got kind of lost i guess in translation where the scenes all in the late in mid 90s it all went splintered splintered and then became smaller i mean don't get me wrong hardcore straight edge and circus was huge in the 90s mm-hmm. huge but I, that kind of reminds me of when i first started going to shows in auburn this was way later 2001 but it would be like some fucking death metal band some touring band like a band like between walls but like everyone just went because that was the thing to that do. was the thing to do so that was yeah. kind of cool because it also exposed people. you to different types of bands yeah. that you might not really fuck with mm-hmm. you know like i remember going to a show we went because my mom has family in ohio and we went there one summer it was like oh three went to a show at the agora ballroom in uh, cleveland mm, and it was like comeback kid when they had the demo out <laughs> Every Time I Die, Terror, The Promise, like all these different kinds of bands playing one show. So you had all these different tribes there and everybody there. And it's, you don't really see that anymore. And I remember as a kid, you would see flyers for shows and to be like, from autumn to ashes, playing with Death Threat, which you would never see nowadays. Those two fan bases are not. (coughs) Which would be a good thing for both fan bases because you might because you might get exposed to something that you might not necessarily fuck with and then you you find out that you really like it yeah i mean i've been to shows early 90s at chalks like flood camp where they were kind of a funk funk band playing with you know hardcore bands and i didn't care i didn't know any difference 91 i was like i'm going to circus to see a show and walked away with flood camp being you like them way more than like them more than all the, yeah, the, they were the, one of your favorite things the straight at, or not even the straight at shit just any of the, the hard tough guy stuff but you had yeah. exposure to other shit yeah and it might be coming back around too because in 2018 me and my boy young sands we went to go see power power trip Fucking oh, at, at the lost Fucking and i remember we got there and we ran into Brendan uh, Dodge. I don't know. I, I don't know, know if Brandon, you know him. Yeah. He's like, hey, I, I haven't seen him in years. He's like, you might like this band Sheer Mag that's playing. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, Sheer Mag, okay. Sheer Terror, uh, Crow yeah. Mag, maybe it's yeah. like a hardcore oh, band. Perfect. They're like rock. Yeah. It, they sound like Thin Lizzy, Janice uh, Joplin style. Yeah. They started to play. I was blown away. I end up, they're one of my favorite bands now. And I'm really, I don't know, like, you don't see that anymore. And, like, the whole, like, it was funny, too, because when we went there, like, the crowd didn't really, like, know what to do because they're there to see, like, Power Trip, fucking Slam. And they've been so lucky for so long to just be in their little niche and only go to the shows that have everything. But then when they see something different, they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Which sucks because you got to be open to it. Yeah. Actually, we just went to a show, what, about a month ago, which was, we saw, um, Sick of it all, municipal waste, and napalm death, and that was nice. All yeah. three different crowds and take offense. And take offense. Ooh, they oh, opened shit. up, yeah, yeah it and it was amazing. a great the show. TO zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was a great show because it was all different types of music. Yeah, and, uh, the crowd really, it was a good crowd, and everybody stayed for every band. It wasn't like I saw municipal waste and casualties probably about ten years ago, and once municipal waste was done, 
all those people left. Oh, they the didn't stick around. Yeah, they didn't stick around for the casualties, <laughs> which I was there for the casualties, yeah. but I like both. But, you know, I just noticed all those people left after Municipal Waste played this time. Everybody stuck around. And mm-hmm. It was a good time. So maybe it's yeah. starting to come back around again. Yeah. yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I don't. I think it's, I, I think it has to. It was to. a Monday night, too. It was a Monday night, and I think it has to because just how, like, I mean, hardcore is great, but it's kind of like not diluted, but there's just so many bands now and so much. Like, I don't think it can survive on splintering off. I think you need yeah. like everything. There's not a lot of local stuff. So That's, when yeah. a band comes to town, you're like, because I really, I don't go to hardcore shows. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, you really either. Because you, you're like, you're going busted. I'm getting your ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm like, I wouldn't have been sick of all anyway, but I would have slept on Municipal Waste yeah. and Napalm. And I'm uh, happy I didn't because uh, they too. were great. So it was a Monday night, yeah. and it was, and you uh, got to be up for work the next day or early. Yeah. And so you're always glad. Ticket, I was going to go anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> There's always glad you went, even if yeah. you're tired yeah. as fuck. Uh, my like first sick of it all, yeah. so my first Syracuse show, I think you were there. It was sick of it all in the agnostic. Yeah. Show. What? Yeah. So when? When? It was. It was when Roger Merritt. That was a hard era. Yeah. Yeah. He was in prison here in town, and he got out. Yeah. If you ever read his book, I mean, we knew it anyway, but. He came. He went to prison on a drug trafficking charge, yeah. and uh, I didn't he know spent he time in Moravia mm-hmm. and Auburn. Yep. <laughs> and the day after he got out, his first show was in Syracuse at the Lost Horizon. So he was fresh out of the jail. Oh yeah, he actually wow. told he us was he dedicated his shirt was ever yeah. on. He dedicated a song to his cellmate when he got. Yeah. Remember, he goes, "This one goes out to my cellmate." Yeah, oh, yeah. He mentioned Auburn ACL. Yeah. I read his book too. My Riot, uh, Guts, Grit, and Glory. Yeah, it's a great Um, book. It's a really good book. I can let you borrow it. it I'm not much of a reader, but I probably only put that thing down four times. Yeah. And I'm not a reader at all. His life was fucking insane. It was. Yeah. yeah, I can't. It's. I, if you're into hardcore or not even into hardcore, just into a good book. Yeah. So good that show, that was, that, yeah, that was probably that was a, a scary ass yeah. show. Oh yeah. That's back when you still had skinheads and shit and they would come definitely would follow agnostic front around and they always didn't have like, they weren't always like sharp skinheads, you know, there right, you yeah. would get some Nazis and not that agnostic front doesn't talk about that at all. They just seemed like they would have that peep. Skinheads yeah. would show up, you know? Yeah. And uh, you remember that pit was pretty rowdy. Yeah, it was nuts. I didn't even step a toe in it. I would just I think that leather jacket. He was holding my leather jacket. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I made him hold my hold my jacket, bitch. I was like, okay. Hold my beer. I did. I made him while hold Tim my... while Tim went down the pit. Yeah, got down. Me and got Drew down Casey. Yeah, here's Drew Casey. Yeah, he was because a... that he... like era of bands from down there. They that was some hardest fuck bands down there. They were legitimate. Breakdown. Uh, yeah, all those bands were from Killing Time. Yeah, like, they were from New York City. They actually used to. Li- a lot of those guys lived in squats, and they were like, what they sang about was how they lived. They were the real. They deal. were the real deal. They lived like what they were singing about. You know, just, yeah. You know, it was just you know, victim in pain. That freaking album just is like yeah. so one bad. of the best. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Agnostic Front just put out their new album. Uh, I think it came out. Friday. It's actually if you get a chance on YouTube, I've heard a couple of the songs on YouTube. It's really yeah. good. I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! And there's a documentary on Showtime about Roger and yeah. Stigma called uh, "The Godfathers of Hardcore," it's which great. is really good too. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. What channel? Showtime. Showtime. Oh okay. Yeah. This was a big weekend in Syracuse hardcore. I think Madball played what? Thursday Madball night? played Friday. <laughs> Friday night. Yeah. I yeah. think. 
Trench, Chris Riley's band played a night. Played the Lost. Not yeah. Loose played. Not Loose. They're huge now. Then Reaper. I don't know. I no. just yeah. Knock Loose. They're on. Uh, Is that still like a label? Are they no, still doing it? No? no, Patrick's like I don't think he's putting anything out on it. I mean, he still okay. has stuff, you know. He sells stuff, but I don't think he's put anything new out on. Yeah, it. I see. Now he's he does the uh, tribal tattoo tour. That's yeah, like a yeah. huge the, thing. Yeah, they yeah. just finished that yeah. uh, about a month ago over in Europe. He, oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Is he still doing the zine too? Uh, I'm not really <clears throat> sure. I'm not a, I'm okay. Not sure. Turnstile was on Reaper, right? Yeah, he actually a lot of those bands. Um, got their start yeah. what was that band that those guys they're big they were all like jack dudes they were trapped under ice yes yes yeah. they were on it you know uh that what the, what the hell the thing you just said there that opened up to yeah yeah, yeah. Take, take offense their first album man that or seven inch and the album that was rock man sounded like yeah. a lot like suicidal tendency yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was a good album yeah. fuck with that yeah no he's playing playing was so metal dude yeah, yeah it was so awesome I'm glad I got there early, and uh, like a guitar player for Take Offense was so metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they rock. Their music man. is great. They're just like hard rock and roll, you know? I don't know. To me, that's what it sounds like. Just rock, man. It's yeah. good. Singer's great. You'd probably, you Have you listened to Power Trap? Uh, Dude. It's no, just, it's just I, I, thrash. Pure, yeah. right pure thrash. All right. And From band, Austin, he, Texas. That's right up your fucking alley is uh, Code Orange. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely fuck with them. They, yeah. uh, they, you can definitely hear the convergent for yeah. because he yeah. produced, I think, their last two. Yeah, Kurt Ballou. Shit, rap. Did you guys uh, look into the that Sabbath I recommended? I did. Not hard. yet. Yeah. Dehumanizer. Sleeping, bro. I'll listen to it on the way home tonight. I promise. <laughs> I'm not driving you home again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm staying with the Seltzer tonight, folks. <laughs> Me too. Uh, got all kinds of fucked up. Last time, but thanks for having me on. You're always welcome on there. Thanks, Yo, bro. you got the Jenny beer tat? I know. I remember oh, you said yeah, you did, but yeah, I haven't yeah, seen it I yet. Steve's on the other day, so I that's <laughs> Yo, bullshit. That, 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 that is, is that is a true fan right there. <laughs> Who yeah, did that? Calling. Who did that? Chiz? Ah, uh, Chiz. Yeah. What? And this is Zach. Zach did the my smallest tattoos oh. from Zach, but. Oh, Switzer, yeah. Switzer. Rest in peace. That was that big day world. where everyone was doing the flash. Yeah, yeah, it was great. They got a shit ton of people for that, I heard. Yeah, it was a great, great turnout. They made a lot of money for his uh, family. Yep, no doubt. So that's always good. Yeah. Um, where'd you get the Pennywise poster? <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> great. Got it down the sewer from hey, Georgie. Me and <laughs> Jack and I were looking at toys. I'm like, hey, that's, I, I fuck with him. Velvet Tiger's nice. That's a pretty good placement. Oh, did you see I framed your picture? Yeah, dude, that's that's respect. That Yeah. That's respect. When you first said Pennywise, I was expecting to see Pennywise. The band. Pennywise. <laughs> when I looked the up there. Tough, uh, yeah, yeah. It was the Stephen PW. King actually named the character PW after there, the band. It's a little known fact. You know, he loves I like the first two Pennywise. Stephen so King loves the Ramones. I did not know that. Pat Cemetery. The Ramones did the soundtrack for Pat Cemetery. Yeah, Pat Cemetery. He loves Ramones. Really? Because I've seen that movie. I just don't remember that. We all lose. Yeah, 89. Yeah, they had a video. Stephen is a punk rocker. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. He's also a big Red Sox fan, too. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah he's from season he, ticket. Isn't holder. he from Maine? Maine, Maine right? Yeah, yeah. Maine. 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 Basically, New Hampshire and Maine, they're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love Boston. I mean, I'm a Boston person, but I mean, that's just, I always love that term, masshole. Masshole. It's so. Just rolls off the tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So talk more about Auburn shows. I, I think what was the first Auburn show you went to? It may not have been the first Auburn show, but did you go to all, all the Auburn shows? Uh, I was living in Syracuse at the right. time. So whatever. I didn't go to all the 4-H ones. Right. Um, I think the first Auburn show, I mean, that wasn't like, you know, because Auburn did have shows before that with like the band The Attack. Oh, like Dobko's. Well, it was actually Jeff Dobko's. Well, well, he was in that band after, but the original guys I think were like Steve Kachi, yeah. oh, oh, that Casamassima guy, uh, Donnie Alger. You know, but they were in a band called The Attack that was like the class. Donnie Alger was in The Attack. Well, was I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I I'm, don't quote me, but there was a Ray couple Alger? punk rock. I'll find out. Yeah, yeah, that all these guys were in that. When we were too young, you know, they were 21 and over. Where were they playing? I think like Spirits and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Because then Jeff Dopko's not using Dark Heart Alarm, but they yeah. were more progressive. They were more like the Cure. They got, yeah, they got a little like bit older. Love and Rockets. But Jeff yeah. was in the attack for a while with Steve Kachi. Okay. And, uh, and his buddy there. I can't think of his buddy. But, but uh, yeah, there were some Auburn bands that were punk before our time. And there were definitely punk rockers in Auburn before our time. Yeah. That's fucking you know. crazy to me. So yeah. were there any... Uh, like Glenn Hawk, he was a dude that... Cruise I mean, back then? Were there, like, there wasn't crews? really Cruise, but like uh, Shane Woodman's mom, Mary, like her house on Florence Street. That's where everybody hung that's, out. That's, man. And Mary that's where we like, hung out. <laughs> Mary was, like a, an institution. Mary was yeah. like a punk rocker. I remember I was in like ninth grade and she'd be walking down the hallway with freaking a mohawk and the clash like army jacket and shit what? and he'd be Holy like fuck. man i want to hang out with her someday and you never thought we would then we all became best friends yeah and hung out there but like she had her own crew before us i mean way before me i mean you know i was younger than her but uh like glenn hawk um tim cop uh al alger donnie alger yeah yeah you know what i mean they were all in you know they they were ahead of us you know, and then Mary had this big old mohawk, and you know, then That's actually we ended sick. up meeting up with them, and you know, because we were skateboarder punk kids, and they saw us one time, and right, you know, then we just started hanging out on Florence Street, you know, and uh, yeah, we did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah, to Ginga. Ginga. Yeah. Ginga. We gotta get one of those historical signs to put. In front <laughs> of yeah. Those cast iron. Or just shirts. make one that looks like they'll never give us yeah, the just, license. Just yeah. make one. We yeah. should. Yeah. You, were, you guys work at a foundry. Yeah. Or a steel mill mm -hmm. but uh yeah no so i mean those guys were into punk before we were and uh turned us on to a lot of good music you know that i wouldn't have known and uh so gave, us, gave us a cool place know? to hang out a safe spot you know what i mean because everybody was like you mm -hmm. you know they were all punk rock kids and, and which if you can Explain to all the uh, folks at home, like back then, if There's you no looked, at home, <laughs> there was like, nobody watching. Like twenty three. Yeah. No, yeah, back then, man. <laughs> if, if you, you look, guys, you if you looked, if you looked uh, different, different, people would want to beat your ass. Yeah. Like you would get chased down by people just because you look different. Yeah, and they wanted, not like they now, where someone has ass. like their hair dyed blue. Like, oh, no, that's so fun. No, you were no. I mean, it's like who the fuck's that guy? Yeah, and they wanted to like some other bad slurs, you know, thrown in there. No, it 
it was uh, Auburn still is a redneck town, but back yeah. then it was even if you had blue hair, mohawk, even just spiky hair, like I was saying earlier, you were labeled a weirdo or whatever, and just the jocks would want to beat your ass just because you looked like that. You know? So, so were there any times where you know y'all had to throw down with somebody? With some I never jocks really. Or... Uh, I never really had to. I mean, we ran, you know, from people, skated away, you know, because. They never would do it one on one or two. Right. On it would one, be a whole guys. truck it full of bros. It would be a truck yeah, full right. of them, you know. And you, you know, so they just, you know, you just used to book, you know, because you'd get your ass yeah. beat. It didn't matter, you know. And it's, then if the cops came, they were going to get you. You were going to whoop your ass too. You yeah. were going to get yelled at. Yeah, these the punks are causing trouble because yeah. you look these, different. With these good boys, these, yeah, they're out. Yeah, right, they're on the uh, the ice hockey team. They wouldn't do anything wrong. I remember we used to skate a Thailand carpet down in the Burger King parking lot, and That's they might have been on the uh, um, team, but I, I think they were the kids with the, the hot cars, and they would just hang yeah. out. The BK car, car car. Jesus, that's been around for hours. Uh, that, that was around when I was in high school. But then Are you it was, fucking kidding it was, me? But then it was like Chevelles and... Legit like, cars. Yeah, legit yeah. hot rods. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't even the IROCs. It it's was not, the actual cars. My 03 Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there was a couple guy there with some really nice dusters. Back at the time, I didn't care. But now, dusters. thinking back, I mean, 60s dusters, they were cool as hell. my 89 duster? What, what, yeah, that was duster? totally different compared to these. <laughs> yeah, duster became like the neon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it... <laughs> It, it was did. like it was well, like in the, the 60s in the 60s in the, the 60s dust it was legit. Legit. shade from Jake. That that became the neon. No, I no, it was that style. Not of shade car. to him, but it's like all those cars like devolved into like a shit car. Yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. dart the dart the, back yeah. then was sick. sick yeah. Now the dart is like the Sucks. neon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some bad cars in the 90s. I mean, the 60s were good for cars. Yeah. Well, the gas 70s. the gas prices hit and yeah, the Americans try to keep up with the Japanese, you know, with like the Toyota Tricel and yeah. stuff. Cause that started just beating the shit out of the American, yeah. like auto worker, you know, cause we we're still building V8s and fucking right. gas guzzlers, gas guzzlers yeah. and gas was like, you were waiting in line, you know, it was, you had to pick like I got my voucher for this week. To yeah. Get, that's get what gas. it was. And that's in the American, you know, the, that makes sense. American cars industry fell behind. So Nissan, this, yeah. Hyundai, yeah. Toyota. That's true. Yeah. Didn't they used to do it something? It was like your license plate. If it started with like an odd number, you I've heard that. Yes, yeah, it was like one day you could get it. It went by odd or something or color, like he was saying voucher or something. Okay. It was something like that. I mean, I was, I was alive then. You know, I remember sitting in lines with my dad waiting for gas, but I don't remember. It, you know, that's fucking, it's fucking horse shit. Thanks a lot, yeah. Carter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. I do remember sitting in long lines, and you're only allowed to get gas on a certain day and stuff. But like I said, I was a kid. You didn't even that stuff. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's fun. We're waiting in line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, I got a soda pop. <laughs> Were you around for the uh, the, the the Nazi? Actually, I was living in Syracuse, but my brother went down there. I just love that story, how that the Nazis, they tried to get a house going over on, uh, like, Logan or one of those streets. There was a guy in town, yeah. They were trying to get, like, a, a, a chapter here, and they came in by bus and, like, people of Auburn. I wasn't there. Fucking nuts. My brother was. Eric Lynn was there, yeah. and uh, they chased him out of town. The guys didn't even get off the 
good off the bus. Like, <laughs> Auburn, actually, awesome. Auburn actually <laughs> came together, just normal people. I'd love to see Eric with a pitchfork. <laughs> yeah. No, get uh, out of I our town. So I, I wasn't there, but uh, I just remember hearing like they got chased out of town. We don't like you, damn Nazis yeah. around here. <laughs> they were supposed to do. A, they were supposed to do a speech. You know, down on at uh, City Hall, and they went. The bus pulled up, and they went to get off. Shut it down. People just shut it down. Yeah. Huh? That's it, not very freedom. We, I, we like, always should have been allowed to speak, but nah. that day it was just bars emptying out. Let's go fuck some dudes up. <laughs> that's probably what it was. We're not arresting <laughs> people. Let's just go fuck them up. I don't know. But what's that's going so on. redneck. Yeah, that's redneck. Uh, that's not. That's not. What What's the amendment for free speech? I mean, uh, I kind of the First you know, Amendment. Uh, I mean, first, I, know you're yeah. to, I know you're supposed to have the First Amendment, but I love how black block and and I know Antifa is not a group. It's just anti-fascist. But I love how they don't wave placards. They just go up and just if Richard they Spencer's. If about Richard, that life. If Richard yeah. Spencer's talking shit, they're just going to go give him a forearm in the face. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm sick of hearing people speak Talk. shit. You know and what I mean? And, and it's... it's People who, if they had their way, we wouldn't have our right, right to free to speech. Right, to do that. We wouldn't be but able to be doing To go back to what you're saying, I remember I had a teacher, maybe you guys had him too, Jerry uh, Martin. Yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm. Martin. Um, and he had a different take on it. It's I remember in school he told us about it, and he, said, he didn't support the uh, Nazis, of course, but he said, how much more of a statement would that have been if they had their little speech but nobody showed up? Yeah. You know what I mean? How better? How, how much more of a statement would that have been? He's like, that's just something they want to think about. Yeah, you know? no. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you should let anyone speak. I don't care if you're proud neo-Nazis yeah. or the people that hate Harriet Tubman. Got to talk to. I mean, this is what's happening now in this country now. People that are pro-Trump and that absolutely just just hate anti-Trump people in the same way. Um, Gotta let people speak, man. Try to talk to them, yeah. engage them. You can fight them if you have to, and it usually devolves into fighting because yeah. people don't sit down, have a beer. Let's but, just talk about the issues. It doesn't mean you're right. Maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe you'll change your mind. But we can part ways. But that doesn't mm-hmm. happen when you don't want people to speak and just fucking. And it might be fun, but it also sounds like yeah. the Dead Kenny song "Riot." You know, tomorrow you're homeless. Tonight was a blast. <laughs> tomorrow you're homeless. Tonight was a blast. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, that's my point of view. I think yeah. it's bullshit. If you get a fucking <clears throat> license from Auburn, York to, to hold a rally, even if you're the devil himself, fucking you did it legally. But we'll Good fight point. after this. We'll brawl. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my viewpoint. And then and I'll it's all good. It. Everybody's got their own viewpoints. That's what's good about this country. It's all good, Brian. Yeah. I agree. Right. Right. He'll never be back on the podcast. Yeah. No, you're always welcome. Last appearance. <laughs> I still like Brian that. Busky, I think his name was. Yeah. I still like that Fucking shot of Richard. I still like that shot of Richard Spencer getting hit in the head in the face Oh yeah. Day. It's awesome. That's the best. He he kind of uh, fell off after yes. that. You don't you don't really see much of him. You don't. Which is good. Or it could be bad. He could be up to something. Yeah, right. Never know. What about the uh, the big old f- the the shoe factory fire? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. I'm 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 fascinated with Auburn. Was energetics. <clears throat> it was done. Done in McCarthy. Done oh. McCarthy. Uh, actually, we were. Uh, I was with my first wife, and we weren't married. We were dating, and uh, I remember we were at her house on State Street, and we saw the fire. So we went, and we were hanging out on uh, 
we drove over by um, Orchard Street where that bar used to be. Uh, the Roadhouse. The Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, the Roadhouse. And that Shit. fire, Roadhouse that fire was so intense you could feel the you could heat. Feel it across you could the feel the heat over there. Yeah. Wow. That was crazy. Yeah. We were sitting there watching it burn. And wow. Like I remember. Um, yeah. The flames were like spreading over, over, and people were worried the prison was going to catch on fire because the they map, thought the whole town was going to catch yeah, fire. Yeah, because across the Holy street fuck. actually burned down two of the old PNR macaroni. I don't know if you guys remember, huh. but no. yeah. like if you used to go to uh, like Wagman's or Tops around here, there used to be a brand called PNR. Yeah, there's commercials and shit. Yeah, for it. yeah, and there the factory they was made right it in across, Auburn. Yeah, it was right across wow. the street. And, uh, hmm. I don't know if it was still open at the time when it burned down, but from the flames and you know debris like in the air that caught that on fire yeah i remember they were really worried about that because it was a shoe factory oh, well, for for so many years <laughs> so they make those those um those like epoxies that they put the shoe yeah. on and they would just fall on the floor yeah. it's soaked in over like oh, 70 geez. 80 years oh, so once God. that kit it just kept fueling it firestone to purify yeah that's right street by street block by block they were taking it all back <laughs> Yeah, I think that started just because some kids were playing in there. Yeah. Neighborhood kids yeah. were playing in a vacant building, and they started the fire. And they almost burned the whole city down. Yeah. No, wow. it's finally, I see that it's they dumped so much dirt there and everything, it's level. Yeah, There actually used to be a really good skate spot there. When the, when the factory was still there, the parking lot, if you're going down Washington, you know, toward the prisons. Balloons. Yeah, yep. toward balloons, they used to have... That's taken down. They used to have <laughs> a park. Another day. Their parking lot was right there. Well... You have to have to go down some stairs to get there. Well, there was an awesome blacktop bank to a concrete wall. Oh, really? And the concrete wall wasn't totally vert. It was on a slant. So you oh, would nice. start skating yeah. and oh, you could right. do awesome wall rides. Yeah, perfect wall ride. Trailer. Yeah, it was a perfect Wallies. wall ride. We used to yeah. always hang there and do wall rides and stuff. So what were some of the other spots around back then? Uh, State you... Street Mall was the oh, big yeah, spot. Oh, yeah, before they paved it. Yeah, before paved, they paved it. Paved it. Paved We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was still going when I yeah, first moved Yeah, people used to come into town to skate that. It was really that good. was a concrete jungle. That yeah. was great. That, I think I've seen a picture of you somewhere floating online skating one of those yeah, things. I was jumping. I got it from somewhere. Uh, or maybe probably got it from you, but I was jumping over the one where I was jumping over Rob Schultz's head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, the bomb uh, drop. Yeah, I was doing a boneless over yep. uh, Rob Schultz's head. <laughs> it was this thing called the Ghost. It was like seven feet tall and. It was all. It, somebody wrote spray paint and it was on there forever. Ghost, but they didn't spell ghost right. It was G O A S T, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, ghost. I think it's a picture, isn't it? I don't know. I, well, you can't ghost. see it in that picture, but everybody still calls it like the ghost. But what was it intended for? Like what? I what think what's in there is there was a metal panel on there. I think all the electric all the, was in there because it was a concrete thing, like you know the walls. Like yeah, the other it was taller ones. than everything else. But there was a concrete or a. a a metal door a on it, box a breaker, something. a all big right. breaker box, and I think it controlled all the electric okay. in there. But somebody across the big metal door spray painted ghost. Yeah, because that, that whole was, thing was like a piece of artwork. I remember we would try to, as yeah. kids, we would try to climb on it. Oh, yeah, and there was actually there was a playground in there too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where there was ropes and uh, the wood. There was like a wood sure. playground in part of it. That uh, I mean, I was young enough to enjoy that too. Yeah. So somebody fucking skated off a ghost and you're like, okay, that's my new, my new feet. But, uh, I gotta yeah, do no, that. That, uh, that was like the biggest, like, like thing to go off there. Cause everybody back then it was big bonuses, acid drops and, you know, you'd ollie off stuff. And that was the highest point 
ledge that was the highest ledge in state street mall so that was like the feet you know what i mean oh who's gonna boneless the ghost or whatever or acid drop off it or whatever and uh the a guy down there was taking pictures the, that picture was actually taken by a citizen Guy. Oh really? Yeah. You were in the paper. No, that nice. one didn't make uh, it because Rob Bummer. still had a cigarette in his hand. I remember oh, we really? saw him. He was here, but back then you're talking. 80s, we can't promote smoking. Yeah, we were teenagers, and uh, that guy took like a hundred pictures. That he gave us all the pictures. Greg Dopko had. We were looking for him about a month ago at huh. his house. We couldn't find him, but uh, but yeah, that was just one of those things where. You know, it was like the highest ledge. Who's going to do it? Yeah. And I did it over his head because the guy was taking pictures. And I landed land it, it. Yeah, I landed it. Cheers. And after I did, yeah, I mean, after I did it once, it was, you know, it yeah. was nothing. Who was yeah. the best skater in Auburn those days? Oh, I don't know. Um, probably John Camp. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably John said. Camp because he could skate everything, you know, for mini ramp, uh, street, you know. You know, he was just a good all around skater. Him, Brad Piccolo. You know, Brad was really good too. Yeah. Was was like Mike Malfi? <clears throat> oh yeah, that Malfi was after was my awesome. time. Yeah, uh, Malfi was like, was I sick. I got out of it once that ollieing and Flippy I could tricks. ollie, I could ollie, but I couldn't flip tricks. Yeah, okay. and once flip tricks came in, it, it got rid of a lot of skateboarders. So you know, like 90, <laughs> yeah, a like lot of skateboarders. Era. Yeah, and Mike Melfi, I remember seeing him. And that kid was like really good. Yeah. So I can't speak for after like 91. I don't, you know, there was, right. I'd see kids. There was tons of kids because skating got a lot more popular. And, uh, but during my time, like say from 85 to 90 or whatever, it was probably John Camp or Brad Pickle. Yeah. 90 was probably like the, like the death of like transitions and, yeah, art yeah. and all that. And then everything, it was all street from that yeah, on out. Yeah. And the flip tricks came in and mm -hmm. everything. But uh, yeah, no. Mike Melfi was a good skater. He like he could do, like you know, like no complies, like Ray Barbie type of stuff. You know, into like, do you know who Ray Barbie is? You guys know no. who he is. Okay, well Ray Barbie, like if you watch like late eighties, early nineties, like him, Mike Vallely. Okay, Valley, yeah. He's still, uh, he's they they around. would do tricks into like a no comply into an alley into a 50 50 okay. you know they would yeah. they would like tricks started being like lines they would just oh go and do a so trick. that's where that started that's where okay. that started yeah and that's what people like Mike history Malcolm, lesson folks yeah, you know? i mean and i'm sure there were people before those two i'm just going from what i remember seeing like mike valley and ray barbie like doing that stuff like all of a sudden right from their door like Alleying off the curb and then doing a kickflip. Is that cold you know? from being by the window? I'm sorry, yeah. So, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. They were combos. Yeah, they were kind of doing lines. Doing yeah. a, a flip trick into a manual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then from a manual into a 180 yeah. off of a curb or something. But yeah. I've done that on Tony Ox Pro yeah, Skater. Yeah, I've done it too. That's about it. But yeah, that beer stays cold. It's uh, yeah, Mother Nature's Fridge right yep. there. Yeah, Open window. The real fridge. A few minutes ago. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not that cold, Marvin. Marinating yeah. all day. After after our last episode of the Brian, I really got thinking about making a mini ramp. That'd be good. That would be fun as fuck. What? Probably a two. I I mellow transition. Maybe two foot on one half, three foot on the other. Oh, I'm not trying to kill myself. Oh, no, that's yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Be perfect. Be perfect. That. It, 
I want to get like the proper like skate light and shit for the the top so it doesn't warp. And yeah, if you got get skate destroyed. light for around here, it would last a long time. That shit's expensive. Yeah, though. it is, but it's a one time investment. That's the thing. If you do masonite, masonite. What do they call it when we were kids? Yeah, I think skate masonite. lights like the the name brand of it. Of oh, masonite. But them. it's actually mason. Uh, skate light is actually weather resistant, where mm-hmm. masonite gets absorbed, absorbs the rain and stuff. So they asked me, <clears throat> I was like, John Camp had a mini ramp. Brad had a full ramp. half pipe. Spadero had a full. But then Spadero was cut Gentino. down into a mini ramp. Gentino yep. had a mini ramp. Yep. Polkovich had a mini ramp. Yeah, Remember yeah. I, I never um, skated it. He had that before. Like, I think he had a ramp before a lot of people had him. Yeah. Polkovich, I used to skate with him all the time. He was my neighbor. Remember, I was, was it? Remember, I was trying to remember his brother. His brother ended up being a major mm-hmm. league yep. baseball Kevin. player. Beardsley. Kevin Polkovich played right. for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He ended up, and then Brian still's in town. I think he works for yeah. the city. Yeah, I see Brian once in a while. But he was the skater. Brian was yep. the skater. I skate with him all the time. Oh, shit. But I never skated with him, but he was actually an early on skater. Yeah. I mean, he skated probably mid-80s. Yep. Polkovich is real deal. So do you still skate now? Yeah, if that's what you call it. You know, I do, yeah. I having actually, having I just, fun. I just skated today at this uh, Drew Wilmont. He built um, AJ Spadero's ramp. You really skated good with carpet. Drew today? At his house. Yeah, for, I, that's why you texted me, man? Yeah, I haven't seen Drew in 30 years. And uh, I skate with his nephew. You do your homework. Like, I'm going on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <this morning. laughs> I'm going to skate um, with the guy Drew's that built out the Auburn half pipes. Yeah, that's Drew's got this awesome up. bowl in his garage. It's the first time I've ever skated. That. Is that out in Skinny Alice? Yes. Yeah, I've heard about that. that. Yeah, I remember yeah. Matt would always say, yeah, this guy out in... Uh, I've seen video yeah, Skinny yeah, Alice named Drew. Oh, my God. Like... I love that. That ramp served that. me up like John McEnroe. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> legit, it's a legit <laughs> transition. Yeah, it's wicked steep. And I mean, I'm used to Auburn's mini ramp, which hardly is very mellow. Yep. And he's got a legitimate bowl, and you should see him skated. He's 57 years old, and I've he skated it better than most kids I've seen skate. Yeah. Wow. He was ripping sick. doing his front side smiths, everything. And uh it's a legitimate ball. It served me up. Like I got, I got humbled today. You know, like it, it was tough just to even get some five old grinds on. Yeah, you know, because I'm not. It's just steep, you know, and I'm just not used to that. I'm used to, you know, uh, there's a mini ramp in Syracuse. It's got really mellow transitions, and same with the one in Auburn. And I just do a lot of slappies. Yeah, I just have, slappy grinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, just go have fun. fun. Yeah. No, I still skate. Yeah, that's that's got the scars to prove it. Yeah, definitely do. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I still skate. Yeah, I love it. So, what's Um, the skate scene like now in town? Are there still like a lot of kids coming up? Not a ton. Uh, There's like some kids. They're like 21, uh, 22 years old. I skate with a group of them. Uh, Basically, the Auburn skate park's just full of a bunch of rats. You know, just kids on scooters. Oh, kids wanting to smoke weed and stuff? Well, not even that. Just kids on scooters. And I'm not even saying legitimate scooters. I'm just saying kids <laughs> just from... just not they get razors. your way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just... Fuck you, old man. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, once in a while, you get some kids from Syracuse to come to skate. But uh, well, no, Auburn I'm, doesn't have too much going well, on. Well, because I wonder, because I see a lot of uh, stickers around town. Prison City Skate Prison City Skate Crew. Skate crew. Kind of us. Yeah. We, we kind of okay. made those stickers up. All Actually, right. his, brother, oh, sure. his brother did the thing. I was going to bring some tonight, and I forgot them to give you guys. I'll get Oh, you sick. Them. That's what's up. I didn't I didn't yeah. even know that. I yeah, just saw the, just, I saw the sticker like, around just, town. Uh, it's just like six or seven of us. We just 
made some stickers and some t-shirts and uh i saw that andy roy did a cameo for you yeah guys. yeah he did a cameo. really yeah awesome. andy roy is hilarious crew, yeah it's on Cameo's it's on our it's on the prison city uh instagram i'm gonna yep. have to follow that yeah, yeah, yeah prison city yeah. skates instagram but andy roy did a, a shout out to us <clears> on it. really yeah. it was funny as hell shout out to the prison city skate yeah, crew yeah, yeah that's exactly how it goes <laughs> yeah it was too yeah but uh you ever skate ithaca the yeah ithaca's great that's especially nice with park. the new part they put on. i haven't skated oh, wait so the there's new a new park yeah they it's put like, a new part like big. two years ago it's really nice i always like ithaca because i like the horseshoe bowl you know the half bowl there the horseshoe because that's the type of stuff i like to you know just do 50 50s and peebles i haven't i haven't been down there in a minute yeah. where is it ithaca it's right across from wagman yeah on route 13 oh, yeah okay. yeah I used to like riding down that one slant going up and like manualing around the horseshoe bowl and yeah. fucking dropping Drop it. Down. Love that park. Yeah. I did a competition there in 2002. Oh, really? Awesome. Right on. Sick. Yeah, because you're, you're from King Ferry, right? Or Genoa. Then, Genoa. So yeah. Ithaca's probably Same closer. thing. Yep. Same <laughs> thing. Yeah, but I know. Same shit, different turlet. <laughs> well, no, but I'm so. It was. Um, it Just kidding. It was better for you to go to Ithaca because it was a better park than Auburn. Yeah, we can't. We, we would come and skate. Fucking, we'd skate in Moravia, we'd skate in Auburn. Yeah. This was pre the skate park. Yeah. Ithaca a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get it in when you come. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I remember back before the skate park, like, 02, 01, if they caught you uh, skateboarding, the cops would fuck you up. Yeah. Remember, they, uh, get tickets, Rich, uh, boards. Pichano, he got maced by by, by some cops. Yeah, yeah. That, made it, that was a big deal <clears throat> in the paper. Yeah. 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 Cop beat the Good shit buddy. out of him. I don't know if it was. He was a yeah. He was a dick cop. We used to call this one cop Ratty. I can't think of his name, but that guy just seemed like he had a problem with skateboarders just from day one. You know, just even if you were just with your skateboard downtown and you weren't even skating, he would just like drive by slow and then come back to see if he was going to catch you. Yeah, skater punk stole his girl. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it's just like all we were trying to do is. It, all we were doing is trying to skate and have some fun and like you were just looked at as troublemakers fuck yeah we got a bigger problem now mm-hmm. it's not skaters what's that crackheads <laughs> heroin yeah I know that goddamn back in parking <laughs> <laughs> ruins my life yeah. never seen that holy uh, fuck what about tattoos? When when was your like first? What were what were the shops back in the day? I always hear about Dean. Like Good Dean question. was the guy. Dean uh, tattoo oh, yeah. tattoo Tony with Brian Bancroft. Brian Bancroft probably Never still is. Him. He does his tattoos. I think he's still in Cortland. He's a really good tattooer, and he would uh, he used to tattoo out of Tattoo Tony's. Yeah. And then oh, Dean shit. started in Tattoo Tony's too, right? And left and started mm-hmm. his own shop, Dreamweaver. Yeah. And then uh. Actually, a lot of the guys from Syracuse used to come to Auburn because Syracuse really didn't have any shops. It was Auburn. I no shit. Wow. Like, I know, okay. like, DJ and them would come to Tattoo Tony and get their first tattoos. Like, so does, does he nuts. still tattoo? Tattoo Tony? I think he's dead. Oh, oh wow. Damn. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Tony piece. Yeah. I think the first time I went to Tattoo Tony shop, those over on Columbus Street? Yeah, Colum- across. Whereabouts? Yeah. Right across the street from Oh, Colorado. wow. Yeah. Bombardier. Yeah, right yeah. uh Oh, you got delicados, yeah, with the barber shop. Yeah. Yes. That's where the Holy tattoo shop was. Yeah. Wow. Never knew somebody that. Somebody plowed right, right into it. Yeah, yeah, somebody drove right across the street into it at yeah. one time. 
Wow. Well, someone else in that shop girl. before. <laughs> AJ was in there for, he's getting tattooed, and uh, I was just in there looking at magazines and shit, looking around. But maybe Bancroft was, was working there, but it was definitely Tony's shop. AJ was talking to Tony at the time, but I didn't have tattoos at that time. I was probably 16, 17. AJ got tattooed pretty early. AJ was tattooed before he was 18. Oh, which was against the, Like, sir. I don't know how, like, some people did. Like, AJ had tattoos before a lot of people. Yeah. He was, like, 16. So did a lot of our friends. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, 14. <laughs> but after that, I didn't show. see Tony until... Tony <clears throat> left the... Sh Brian ran the shop forever. Like, Tony was never around. Brian Bancroft always was there. Yeah. I don't... Tony <clears throat> went to Aruba or wherever. That's... I saw what? Tony. I was... Bancroft was doing this, I think, in it was 2004, or doing my back or something, and uh, Tony walked in, and I didn't see him, and he's talking, he's talking, I'm like, dude, are you going to talk, are you going to fucking yeah. finish my back, or what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking I hurting over here. Around, yeah, <laughs> and it's tattooed Tony, and I think he was sick, I think he had hep C or yeah. something, but. Jesus. Damn. Um, yeah, I know he passed away. Yeah. From what I heard, you know. But, hey. First tattoo I ever heard of in Auburn. Yeah, it was tattoo. First shop Tony. I was ever in in Auburn. It was Tony. Respect. Chad still, oh, still rocks. Well, Chad's got, got the t-shirt. The t-shirt still. I've seen that. Yeah, Chad yeah. still rocks a tattoo Tony t-shirt. So Brian Bancroft still tattoos? Mm. And he's Not an OG Cortland, Auburn tattooer? I I gotta, we got to check him out. does art in Cortland. But I drove by. He's on, I forgot the name of the street, but I was just down there the other day. That shop is gone. He may have, oh, you know what? He did move the shop to like a big barn. But I don't know if Liquid Brick is a tattoo shop or he I does. like that name. Yeah. Yeah, he's super creative. I saw him a couple of years he does ago. He chalk work for, like, uh, some of the, the the bars downtown. He so still he does paid for our work. A couple downtown years ago, here or downtown, downtown there? Portland. Okay. Like, a couple years ago, I saw him <clears> at the sure. Rochester Tattoo Festival, and he was tattooing there. Oh, good. We go there every, every year, so we're year. Gonna, I'll keep an eye out yeah, for him. Like, yeah, I saw you a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, I didn't go this year, but I know I saw him there a couple years back. So, But I you know, I don't know if he was there last year. Or yeah, he's, he's killer. Good, I'm glad he's still tattooing. Yeah, I definitely want to check him out. That's some like Auburn history I never knew about. Brian Bancroft. I bet there's Bancroft, four finger Brian. Yeah, he's is missing a finger. Missing? I'm not sure, but he is missing a finger. He was um, <laughs> the Simpsons character. He did a lot of uh, well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love your Simpsons. Uh, and Sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I just ruined. We played that. cards for humanity today <laughs> at uh, family uh, Jen's dad's oh, yeah. house. Yeah. And I guess they have a Simpsons version, which I would fucking destroy with you guys if you're into it. I'm oh, down. Let us know. Well, I got to buy it first, find it let's somewhere. Let's get it. And then I'll let's, pitch let's get it and fucking play it. Nice. That would be awesome. They probably have it. You can enjoy some some duff beer and some well, steamed a, hams. And <laughs> some tobacco. Carousel, I think. Oh, yeah? There's a board game store in Carousel, isn't there? Yeah. Justin? Play the game. Read the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, like, are you asking tattoo. me or telling me? My first tattoo is uh, a cross, like uh, this cross, I think. It was actually from a snowboard. It's hard to see. Those are some hard tats. Yeah, uh, it's there. It's got my initials, but the original was that cross. It was on the bottom of a Lamar snowboard, Mike Rankwit, and it had Rankwit's name. He was an awesome snowboarder back in the early 90s. John Camp used was to. Was he sponsored by Lamar? Lamar and John Camp was sponsored by lamar snowboards that's what he was saying last yeah week. and john used to get us like boards for like john didn't get paid by him 
they'd give John gear and then they'd give him like six snowboards and then he would sell, sell them. Some. Yeah, <laughs> make money. yeah. And then he also had like a photo incentive. So if he got a picture in the magazines, he'd get paid. And then he was also sponsored by like it, back then. I don't even know if they're still around, but Rusty used to make. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. remember the R logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The R logo, and they made some really legit snowboard gear. Yeah, and he was sponsored right. by them, and they would always give him like five outfits, and he'd always sell, you know, keep like two and sell yeah. like three. So All right, you can't R. sell these. I yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> he sold. That was a Mike Ranquit. Bottom of Mike Ranquit's deck was that cross, and it said Ranquit, and I just always liked it. It just looked, you know what I mean, the Celtic cross, and I just instead That's of throwing Ranquit on it, I just threw my initials on it. I mean, what do you do when you're 18 years old or 19? You know what I mean? It's yeah. doing better than most people. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, it's just. I didn't it's know. It's not an ICP tattoo or a Taz yeah, fucking yeah. break down your skin. I don't know. Taz is kind of sick, though. Taz is coming back. I think I would get a Taz. He's coming back. I want to get like Dude, a prominent Taz. So Garfield. You're right? Yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> or, um, remember a lot of hardcore kids used to get Kelvin and Hobbs. Yeah, the pissing one. Oh. <laughs> oh, not the fit like that with a thing. He was like so dancing. Like, oh, yeah. You remember Kelvin would be yeah, dancing. Yeah, Kelvin yeah. and Hobbs would be like they were in a pit. Yep. Like that. Yeah. I've That's seen actually that. yeah. kind of sick. I it's think. cool. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. It's no, I mean, good. it definitely was. Because that cool was a pretty too. intelligent kind of cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they would be yeah. like dancing Because it was John... Calvin and Thomas Hobbes is what the is that what it is? I think oh, that's that what right? it was based on. Yeah, I used to have all the books. Yeah, was, this is a intellectual podcast. That's right. Yeah. We're the smartest we're probably, podcast. This is probably wrong. With, we're probably wrong with half the shit. We just keep going. I never let why I wanted you on to fact check my bullshit. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just fact check. We need my bullshit. You never let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's right. We don't Wikipedia shit. What we say is fucking it. Nope, I was stoked one time because John Camp sold me a, a sweet rusty. I was skate, uh, snowboarding all the time in Buffalo, like every other day. And I had, he's like, I got this, this uh, rusty. It was like green. It was awesome. It was the best thing I had. Back then I had JCPenney shit, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, why are you giving me such a good deal? Anyway, I took it and ran. <laughs> Fucking put it on, get ready to get on the bus. My buddies. Fucking cat piss. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst kitty. smell. Emily pissed all already. Kitty, that's the worst smell. <laughs> yeah, his, cat used, his cat used to piss on Emily. Yeah, and I didn't get him off the hill. Stuff. Yeah, you had yeah, a wash. So does mine. That's Which, why I brought all my shit up, up here. Boss, like with all the girls <laughs> yeah. and your boys. Yeah. like. Boss yeah, they're all like... like <laughs> it's not me it's my boots <laughs> did you snowboard too yeah yeah no oh, i love yeah. i still snowboard i, I love same snowboarding. holler at me so Greek speaking of snowboarding well, I, I in the buffalo area um, Greek with you. I'll go Greek's a little bit more but it's cool. uh yeah ellicottville you used to go to kissing and holiday valley that was your yeah, thing four actually i just one of them closed Rocked down there. there. I got family out there, and they always talk about that. Like, we got a cabin up in Ellicottville. Oh, yeah, okay. Ellicottville, Holiday Valley. There's a beer company there, too. Yeah, it was mm, great. Right. So for 99 bucks, this is in the 90s, 99 bucks, we could go unlimited to any of four. And, and, and I mean, I'm talking about. It was through the school, right? Yep. We had so many kids. We'll see, we had yeah. so many kids that wanted to ski. 99 bucks, which a lot of money. Well, back then it was back probably then, like that was two, really it was good. probably like two, yeah. three hundred bucks now. But compared to tickets, yeah, but compared to a ski lift ticket, oh, and a bus, a like a bluebird, like a greyhound bus, yeah. to drive all the way out to the mountain. <clears throat> There's no food or anything, but we loved it, man. We skied, we snowboarded, we were snowboarding. 
every other day just because we couldn't go every day because we'd be fucking exhausted because yeah. yeah. we'd go to school the next day. But snow killer. bunnies out there. Lovely ladies. They were may, maybe, but they were Back skiers. Back the lodge. They were talking about dirt, <laughs> talking about dirt bags. With, for Jenna I saw Yeah, Selesnik. yeah Selesnik. he's got a Noah Selesnik. I gave him a Sims, and Noah Selesnik died. But uh, it's got, do you ever see the Sims back in the day? The bottom of it has skateboard wheels on it. Like, if you the do trucks. an air on it, it looks like the bottom of a skateboard. It has trucks That's and wheels that. on it, and it says Sims. Cool, yeah. yeah, it says Sims it. across. It looks like the bottom of a, if you held up a bottom yeah. of a skateboard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but Noah Selesnik back in the early 90s was, like, a great snowboarder. And uh, he died, like, recently, but you still Bummer. got that board. That board's yeah. weird. You know who wants that board is Mike Miller. Mike Miller, because he Mike Miller, uh, I don't know if you guys know Mike Miller, but he left Mike Auburn. Miller. And he started, he just was like into mountain biking and he was a great snowboarder. And he's like, you know what? I want to move to Tahoe. He freaking what? packed up. Dude. He worked at Nolan's, packed up, fucking went out to Tahoe. He started right. mountain bike and uh, snowboard shop. Holy fuck. Called uh, Gravity. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Sorry, Mike. Uh, it's Gravity. Gravity Shop. The Gravity Shop. Yes. And uh, he's like fucking lived Successful. out there 20 years. It's like, it's like, and he the sells most expensive Sims place in yeah. Sims um, Lake Tahoe. successful. Tom Sims' wife I was in his apartment. Sims, the name in the shop. And they started making boards, snowboards again like four years ago in America again. Because they sold Sims a long time ago in like the 90s. You know, when all the big companies like Vision Sims, they all got bought out by like Yeah, I don't I honestly don't think when I started snowboarding, they were around. It they was probably ride, were gone. Burn, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were probably were gone because I think tech. they sold them. Yeah. Well, they're back. Thompson's wife bought them back, and they're they're made at Never Summer out of Denver. It's another snowboard company. They make their boards, and Mike sells them. But so Mike collects all these old Sims boards, and he knew I had that Selesnik. And he goes, whatever happened to that Selesnik? And Damn, Brian's man. got it. He wants <laughs> yeah. it to put on his Brian's wall got that shit. At yeah. the shop. But it's my only snowboard. Yeah, right? I know. Don't but let he, it go. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's no, worth no. I'm sure it's... Like it's like old skateboards now. Old snowboards go for money too to collect. Yeah, you know, like, I learned on that green canoe, and then yeah. I don't know if it was my brother's yeah. or yours. I learned on I that didn't have a canoe. Thing. No, I never had a canoe, so it was probably your brother's. Which canoe turned? It was LibTech and Canoe. Were the oh, same was it? Company. Okay, yeah, but they were the same owners. You after know? that, that that brown duty brown color. Celeste was the only fucking board I've ever had in my life. It was a good board. I bought it. It's still a good board. I bought it for Michelin back then, and it was a little too big for it, so that's how you got it. Yeah. No, it's... But if I probably sharp, I'd probably sharpen the fucking... And wax it. Yeah, but it's a great board. I need to get a longer board. I got, like, a 152. I, got, I ride a 158, but 152 is not bad for you. How tall are you? I'm 5'9". Yeah, but that was back when, like, it was cool to do grinds. You wanted the small boards to do tricks, yeah. See, I actually know my new board, my board that I had was 158. My new board's a 162. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just like the longer. I've always ridden, like, a 158, just, you know, and I never rode the... Um, the twin tips i always rode a little bad oh no shit yeah like you know my i was i always rode a free ride board you know with the my nose was longer than the mm -hmm. tail and you, you got know? your 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 feet are oriented a little bit yeah my foot's probably like this i don't go yeah, yeah mine right. aren't sideways i always do it like that do you remember was, did miller have the dovetail the the weird like there's no way you're fucking doing but yeah, right, it was like that, this. Uh, switch stance. no yeah. the old school boards were dovetails yeah. round tails they weren't even up Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a my first board was a winner's stick and it was a round tail. 
Huh. That was back in like 83. 84. Miller had a Sims. It was black. I think I got it too, but the nose was a nose, but the back was like a skateboard tail. Tail, yeah. Okay. So that wasn't really a switch stance. That was, was probably a switch That was probably the Maybe it was. Blade, I'll, was I'll talk to him. I'll, I'll hit him up yeah. see what it was, but I think that's still around Because it had like a square tail. The switchblade had like a square tail, yep. but it, it went up. Yep. It did go up. So do you guys still snowboard? I do. <clears throat> I tried getting him to go. Re- me, him, and John Camp are supposed to be going to uh, Vermont this year. You remember what? Holy smokes. Killington or Mount Snow, wherever, you know. Dude, probably it's fun. it's crazy because for you guys to go to Killington or Mount Snow would be like probably a hundred dollars more than his season pass. pass yeah, it cost <laughs> all day. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy money. Fucking money. Yeah, it it's is. it's like a it's over one hundred and fifty dollars for me and Jenna to go to Greek Peak. Yeah, no, I can't. And I believe, own my own shit. Yeah, I went to yeah. Greek Peak a couple years ago, and a four hour pass was like sixty dollars. I'm like, really? You know, that's crazy. And it's eighty for an eight hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, for Greek Peak. I mean, right. I just don't, you know, I mean, but then when I started going to song again, four hour passes were like 45 and songs like a quarter of the size of Greek, you know? So it's like, it's just the prices have gone up. You got to catch those freaky Fridays. Or yeah. Whatever. It's yeah. Like nine bucks. Nine whatever. bucks till midnight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You guys ever snowboard the Alps or ski the Alps? Where oh. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I've been to, I've never skied. I've been to Colorado. Snowboarding we got to get him out. I've no been to way. Colorado <laughs> twice. Never. Really. I went to Breckenridge twice. It I was, was at fun. Tahoe once. I saw Miller. Yeah. Jim or Mike Miller. But yeah, I've snowboarded Breckenridge twice. It yeah. Was, it was fun. A lot of fun. Totally different. You know, it's, I mean, that town's a really nice resort yeah. town. And definitely. The mountain's huge and. There's bowls, you know, you get up above the tree line and there's bowls, but we weren't there during any powder each time. So it's not like skiing the bowls would have been fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it was all hard packed because they didn't get a storm when mm-hmm. we were there. But I just, I could imagine what it would be like to ski those steep bowls and the powder. It'd be yeah, awesome. it's fearless. Yeah. It's awesome. Their black diamonds are like fucking tri- yeah, triple yeah. blacks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I'd fucking die. You'd be prepared because you learned on fucking icy black diamonds. Yeah, 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 that's right. Coast. You'd be like, yeah, this ain't this. It's powder. Yeah. Because <laughs> you learned by watching Better Off Dead. That's a great move. You, two dollars. <laughs> I want my two dollars. That's K- all I know about ska- skiing or snowboarding. K- was it the K-12 or the K-2? K-2, I the thought, K-2, right? The K-2, right? Skiing the K-2. And there was, wasn't K-2 or a fucking snowboard roller? and ski brand. Yeah. Wasn't that a roller baiting roller yes. blading brand? They too? made oh, they yeah. made they also made mountain bikes <laughs> and they made roller blades yeah. too. Fruit boots. Fruit boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we used to call them. That's the shit. So Don't listen to them, Reese. It's yeah. cool. Fruit boots it's are what scooters that, are today. Yeah. Skateboarders look at scooters. I'm going to get up. Fruit I'll boots are the it. 90s or early 2000s. Were the I respect Healy's riders more than fruit booters. <laughs> but that's what it is. The, the scooter kids are what fruit booters were in the 90s. It's yep. the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about the uh, Disney Channel original movie, uh, Frank, oh, the kid with the, the kid. soul skiers, yeah, the, like the good-looking Disney kid teenager yeah. in every movie. I know who you're talking. He was about. a soul skater. He didn't want to do it for the money. Yeah, there was an evil group of kids yeah. that were sponsored. Like, fuck yeah, I'll be sponsored. Yeah. yeah. So but uh, every every team era has that sense. because, uh, like, you had uh, us growing up. You had the one with Christian Slater. 
movie uh, with the skateboarders. Tony Hawk was in it. Uh, oh, I've just fucking watched Brian that. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Great oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. It is a great, great movie. movie. But like if that. you watch your classic, Hollywood is thrashing. Thrashing. I own it. Thrashing. Daggers Rule. Yeah, Daggers Rule. Yeah. Actually, Eddie Redigui. The locals. Or the Eddie Redigui still, uh, he, he rode for Elva and he was a dagger in that movie. He's got a skateboard brand called Daggers. Really? Yes, oh. and he still makes his decks look old school. He's got the dagger, like on the bottom oh, of it. Yeah. It was on the back. Their their logos, the the back of the jean jacket. Which that movie featured a young Josh Brolin. Brolin yes, and punk rock Pat. Do you know him, Pat uh, Wilding from? Yeah, so yeah. He, he used he to have had a band. front tattoo. Oh, yeah. From a cause for alarm, the red devil yeah. guy. But he yeah. had a band in like the early two thousands called Daggers uh, Rule, Daggers and they Rule. were I remember yeah. seeing based them. off that movie. I remember yeah. seeing them on flyers. Daggers Rule. I didn't yeah. know that was his band. Okay. It's better know. than the early two thousands movie Grind. I don't, I've I don't, never seen that. I don't think I've seen Grind. Horrible. Is that the one that's based out of uh, Europe? No, they they're they're movie? in California. Oh, are they in California? It's horrible. Is it's horrific. on Netflix. I'll have to uh, geek out on it. It was one of those I rented back in the day when I was starting my skateboarding. Toss me that. Mix it up or you another 12 horse? I'll do a 12 horse. You like the Oktoberfest, right? Did I fuck with anything. Off? Yeah. The Schwartz beer Kobe. was my shit. Kobe. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thrashing's great oh, skate movie. We are talking about Gleam in the Cube and Thrash. Oh, yeah. Yep. Were there any other skate had, movies back uh, then? Thrashing had Red Hot Chili Peppers when they were actually cool. They were the band in it. Oh yeah, that's at, right. At the bar playing because actually the first Red were Hot Chili Peppers album is actually socks really good. on the cranks. <laughs> they were. I think I think really? Flea might have been wearing a socks on his. Yeah. But actually, yeah, they were in Back to the Future too, right? Flea was. Flea was. Oh, he was yeah. the guy. He was like a bully. Racing him in the end. Yeah, in the end of two, I think. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. see the movie Suburbia, the punk rock? Movie oh Suburbia? fuck yeah! Flea's in that. Oh yeah, yeah, He's yeah. One he of is. The kids yeah, he hit. He's he like the, the rat, rat on his yes. shoulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tr the rejected. And then when they, <laughs> he's the one that put the blue slushy in the eggs. Yeah, and the hard boiled eggs at the store. Oh yeah, dude, that movie's fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah. That movie's raw and uncut. I yeah. think he just put a book called Acid for the Children or something. Or oh really? Or yeah, Flea. I think Flea. I could be wrong, but I thought he was in fear. Fear. Too. I've yes, heard that he too. Towards towards the very end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, I fuck with their early shit, like the Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. peppers. They're, oh, they're yeah. Yeah, today. No, yeah. Mo Funky Mofo style, or whatever that album is. That Mofo Party Plan. Yeah, I got that's that a great style. album, man. That's a great album. That no, I love like it. Dopko had that. Or no, that's a great funky album. We saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers play with Fishbone in Syracuse. Syracuse oh, yeah? SU University used to have this <clears> thing at the end of the year. I forgot what it was called, but it was a party, and they'd always have good bands like Fall one fast. year. No, it was in the spring, but it was when they spring were graduating. Fast. No, but they had the Ramones one year. Uh, we saw the Ramones, Fishbone, Red Hot, Fishbone, Chili Red Peppers. Hot. That was a great. That's a crazy and show. The night before that, at the loss, we saw the False Prophets. Are play. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So and they were there. Oh, the False Prophets had their van parked in the back of the stage, wow. or you know, it was right there on Walnut Street, that park. That's where they would do it. They would put the stage up there. Wow. And I remember seeing the False Prophets. It's fucking wild. But and then, yeah, they had all the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Fishbone. They, it was awesome, too, because Fishbone back when they were like... Really oh, cool. Truth and Soul's great yeah, album. Yeah, But this wow. was probably 87, so, you know, they were a little faster. Because you know, yeah. I just saw Fishbone in Seattle 
I went out to Seattle for work probably about three years ago and Fishbone was playing at a club and I got in and, you know, they're still really good, but they're definitely not the Fishbone of the eighties. No. You know, I mean, wow. they were still they really good, yeah. but they weren't putting the, they weren't playing the real fast. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of guys line ass bitch, you know, oh, man, like, she's a little line ass bitch, you yeah. know, really fast Scott type stuff. They were, they were, they weren't playing that, but they were still good. They were yeah. still really good. I remember the bassist, uh, he had like freaking like six or seven bases set up. Oh, just all ready to like, song, yeah, after every song, yeah, he like a different, different bass, and then this dude would go up. And I was just watching that, and he would like retune it, you know. And I'm like, man, this band really came from like playing club shows like at the Lost Horizon. Now they're like, you know, yeah. Did you think? Give me a break, dude. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking that because I'm like. Dude. Excuse me, I was trying to play lion ass bitch and my bass wasn't into it. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear some lion ass bitch, but I didn't hear it. I think the it. roots uh, still uh covers that song. Oh, do they? Yeah. I, I'll have to check that yeah, out. I never this, even knew they did. Because uh there was this whole big thing I remember because Sarah Palin was on Jimmy Fallon and there is house band, and when she walked on, they played that well, song. Yeah. Looking for yep. what they're lying oh, as bitch. Awesome. Oh, yep. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I had great. no clue that they even covered that. Oh shit. But another example, no no thy enemy. Fucking have Sarah Palin on. Oh yeah! If you hate, listen to what they have to say, and then talk to them, or, or try to talk to them, or at least make the attempt, and then, yeah. and then Edgar Carr. But then there's also the Joe Rogan attempt or approach. I yeah, like but talk but, to everybody. but there's he also does. a school of thought that would say you're giving a platform to somebody that shouldn't have a platform, and it's and it's all right to have them on, but you gotta like if they're saying something that you know is false, you gotta kind of uh, check them. Yeah, but you know you what know I'm saying? It's false because. You're not God either. No, but if she's saying some things like, hey, we got to go to Iran because they got all this stuff and they're doing that. You got to be like, nah, like they're not really doing that. What if 50% of the people agree with her? Like 50% of the people agree with Trump. But just because not really people think. It's far-fetched to be like, oh, well, we're pretty neck and neck. It's not like. But like something's either right or it's wrong. Like just because like 70% of people think something's right, it doesn't, doesn't make it, it right. right. Yeah. You know, but I also but. want to talk to the thirty percent that I disagree with. Like I always want to be right, but I also want to. <laughs> but I also want to yeah. be checked if, like, yeah. if there's a better way to brush my teeth, and I've been doing it wrong the whole you time. You do it in circles, and it's gonna save <laughs> yeah. me money in the long run. I'm gonna be like, yo, I fucked up. You gotta do it like this. Yeah, you gotta be. Trisexual. It's gonna save me money. Yeah. Trisexual. <laughs> Try anything. anything, but baby. check me if I'm wrong, and be like, yo, Busky, you gotta do it like this because, and this is why. Well, there's these gaps in your teeth and they're vertical and this doesn't do anything. I get it. I still want to see Richard Spencer. I love that. Why are they we'll doing with a black mask? Whatever. That's fine. I mean, no, Brian's right. Everybody has to have a platform, but I'm just sick of these fucking rednecks yeah. lately. And, you know, it's Richard getting Spencer, worse and worse. All these so people. And, no, I know they are. But I mean, you know what? It was just a nice. I mean, that was two years ago, too. But it's a nice breath of fresh air to finally see the left 
And I'm not, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not left. Right, violence is but not. I, I, it's finally nice to see the left finally not just waving placards and right. saying this and that, and they're actually fighting back. Talk is cheap, but yeah. shouting that's is all, free. Yes, that's all. And I, you I know, like and I mean, just everybody's yeah. got their right, but I love that the left is finally fighting back, and all of a sudden the right is crying. Oh my God, they're hitting us. Finally, left, psycho dams. Yeah, but they've been doing that. But, but the right's been doing that with the Ku Klux Klan for years. For hundreds of years. years. But now yeah. the left's finally fighting back and they're crying well, about it. It's like... See, what I don't get you know, is... Even placards isn't going to do anything. Yeah, because they will say shit no matter what. Because when we're out there marching, like, give... You piece know, give a piece of chance. Yeah. It's fucking pussy lip yeah, 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 pussy yeah. song. And then fucking, somebody fight, fight fights back. And they cry. Psycho left violent dams. You know, but, it's just yeah, like you I can't, just like that the left's finally fighting back. You so know? do I. And they always have, like, Europe's had the black bloc and anti-fascist movement for years. <clears throat> but I understand over there, I mean, they were decimated by World War II. And yeah. they don't want to see that come back. And, uh, um, you know, and I, you know, I mean, the left coast here, you know, Oregon and stuff has always had Seattle, Portland. They've always had, like, a big anti-fascist scene. But I just think it's picked up throughout the country with this, with Trump being in power and stuff. I think. Yeah. A lot of like regular uh, people, you know, not regular people, but people that would normally sit on the sidelines have had enough. This shit is real. Yeah, yeah you know, you they've had enough, you yeah. know, and they they are actually starting to get involved, you know, and not in politics, but actually like like going to marches and organizing yeah. and stuff, and like paying a little more attention. You know, not just listening to mainstream media, which well, mainstream media is run by the left and the right. Like people that believe like CNN is left and Fox is right. It's all bullshit. They're all, totally they're all owned by the same uh, companies. Yeah, they're all owned by the same companies. You got to have one or the other. You got to keep <clears throat> me and you fighting. Right. We, you keep me and you fighting. They keep the wool over our eyes, and they keep doing stuff behind our yeah, back. Yeah, the you know? lizards. Yes, and um, <laughs> the it's reptilians. Just, it's <laughs> nice to see. Anunnaki? It's uh, nice to see people, people are starting to awaken to that. Yeah, right? you know, and um, which we did. I mean, I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but like high school, my first political thing was probably Amnesty International, or before that, that was my first. They used to put shows on, not to cut yeah, you off, I mean, but Megan, they would do shows at the Four H. I didn't mean Megan, to cut them off, Megan but they, going back to shows. Amnesty International used to put shows on, hardcore oh, shows. You had to raise money for... Yep. But get to your story, then you can get back on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, that's, that's cool. I became yeah. political, um, I was vegetarian. I wrote a term paper, I think, for Mr. Traybold in, like, 10th grade. Uh, and this, I mean, this is 1989 and 90 when uh, hormones... in milk yeah. were causing breast cancer in kids in Puerto Rico, like, girls, Damn. like... Re- I don't even say the name. Twelve-year-old girls are having breasts, like, and having their periods, like, yeah. at ten years old, because the hormones. I mean, this is thirty. When I graduated from high school, thirty years ago, ninety-two, right? Yeah, because I graduated eighty-eight. You were four years younger than me. So glad you graduated. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. You better talk to your boy Dob. Go graduate. <laughs> graduated, right? Grant, he graduated, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Greg. I mean, I. 
I got 70s and I didn't try. Greg was suffering to get 60s and trying. But that sounds like we're almost. Because he actually got, has a college education that I don't. Not Greg that that means anything. No, I'm dogging Greg right now. Yeah. Shane Woodman's dad, shout out again to Shane Woodman and his Swood. cousin Sean and Greg. Sean we got a holler out to Mary. all three of those guys. Yeah. What's that? Getting Dopko on here. Oh, yeah. That's been a topic of conversation for a couple of Fucking he's Shane's dad, man. Yeah, Yeah, between... But finish the story. I'm just saying, I got politicized. uh, Actually... Radicalized. I don't know. Was I rad? I wasn't rad. I got politicized (laughs) with fucking Black Sabbath and War Pigs and I was fucking eight years old. But then in high school... I learned about vegetarianism from going to fucking shows in Syracuse yeah. and talking to people who are vegetarian. And my father, not like, well, your mother's going to have to spend more money at Wegmans to fucking buy, uh, you know, fucking not dogs or whatever. Anyway. Boca burgers. Boca burgers. Courage burgers. But it was fun <laughs> learning about shit. And Amnesty International, we got political prisoners uh, in the world, and there's fucking political prisoners in the USA. His name is fucking Mumia Abu Jamal. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, who's the whistleblower? Uh, Edward Snowden. Snowden. Yeah, he's a fucking that political a great, prisoner in our own country. Best, um, I thought he was Rogan in interviews. Moscow. Yes, but he's our. Did you watch? I have watched it. Political prisoner. It's the best. Ba- but he's not. He's Rogan. They're holding him. Yeah. You know Rogan. He ever came back here? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Two words. Oh shit. Anyway, I was precise, and it's good. Whether you're 14, 15 years old, talking about things, politics, listening to fucking subhumans and dead Kennedys, which is the reason why I got smart to it. Oh, yeah. Got wise to it. Back then, but back then, too, you could also see Oliver North is on TV. You should be in prison. He lied. be in prison. He Uh, illegally sold arms to Iran on behest of his boy Ronald Reagan. It's a skateboard trick too called the Ollie Norris. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> hey, that's what this podcast is about, man. Yep. We yeah, bring it back down to our level. <laughs> well done. And let's take it out on that. I mean, no, no, <laughs> no it's good. It, it, your eyes were awake. You were awoke earlier than most people. Basically what you were saying, I'm saying people are finally starting to awake to the bullshit. Which is the silver but, lining of this whole Trump yeah, thing. People but the whole aren't thing sleeping. Is with like with punk rock and hardcore and shit, if you're really into it, I mean there's some people that get into punk rock and hardcore just because they want to be cool or whatever. That's like everything. But I desperately wanted to be cool, but no, so did I was not. already smart, so I was no, like, this is fucking I'm brilliant. Saying a lot of times like you're on you get into a counterculture of hardcore punk rock, whatever or whatever, it doesn't matter with the lyrics you were listening to and stuff like that. It awoke, it awakes people a lot sooner than it does, it does. you know, cause you, if you do really listen to the lyrics and you know, it, it all depends on how you take it, but you know, it, you know, I I wouldn't have known about certain things if I didn't listen to like right freaking the subhumans or crap veganism. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, you know what the fuck's a vegan? Vegan. I mean, all the time. Yeah. I had a steak with Jen the other night yeah, at yeah. balloons. I love I love meat, but it doesn't mean I don't know every single good thing about veganism and vegetarianism. Yeah. I love Earth Crisis. I I, oh, I, yeah. I was vegetarian for years, so I went to college and I couldn't eat. Um, but anyway. It opens your eyes whether you agree with it or not. At least you have exposure to it. You're not going to get that on mainstream TV. And it's nice that you buy import records, uh, subhumans that that you can you can hear about Margaret Thatcher and what the U.S. government does uh, and just uncensored shit from 
from a punk rock point of view. Yeah. No, you just are a little, you know, you it, it just opens your eyes a little sooner if you're really, you know. A lot you, sooner. Yeah. There's people that, are, that aren't even woken up yet that have no idea about any of the bullshit that we've ever done in this country to they, suppress. They, like, they sit to there suppress and, I mean, democracy. I mean, Stalin killed like 20 million Jews. Hitler killed 7, 8 million Jews, uh, which oh. is a travesty in its own right. But the American government killed over 100 million 80 to 100 million uh, Native Americans, and that's yeah. not taught in uh, that's not taught in our school. No, the and, pilgrims they were taught how yeah, to grow corn and, uh, and they ate and we're Thanksgiving always, together, and, like and then I they said, were all friends. Like, <laughs> any killing like that's a travesty. I'm not putting like anything down, like oh, well, they you know, but we did that ourselves, our own government did that. Yeah. But in school, we're taught how bad the Nazis were, which they were yeah. very bad. The but they Germans. don't teach you, the they don't Germans. teach you about your own government did the yeah. same thing. Nope, yeah, because to us, it was progress, you know. But yeah. I manifest learned, destiny. I learned about that. Yeah. I listened to MDC, this band, unseen, unseen Holocaust, yeah, millions of dead uh cops, MDC, saying about Native Americans. Like, you know, they did some joke songs like John Wayne was a Nazi and shit yeah, like that. But he kind of was, though. Yeah, but, yeah. but if, you ever, if you ever heard the song, Indians it's a great song. Indian. Yeah, he, he was an asshole just like Reagan was. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying, I, you know, asshole. I didn't know any of that. I'm like, you never were taught that. You know, you kind of were taught about the Trail of Tears, you know, the Indians dying by bringing them to the reservations. But you really weren't taught about how we freaking no. murdered no. 80 to 100 million human beings you know and i mean that we did it the russians have done it the germans have done it the english have done it i forget yeah, what's yeah. in king leopold or Paul or something king leopold in belgian congo yeah he's, yeah, he he's killed, slaughtered millions yeah, of people that's what i'm saying scaly. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> like, nice call by yeah, you know, every you. big <laughs> empire has done it it's just that like you, you try if you you could have this argument with people that they don't believe our government's on that type of stuff. That's yeah. basically what thing, I'm saying. Can I say yeah. one thing? You're absolutely right, and everyone's done it. Yeah. What I, what what frosts my balls is that yeah we do it in men. Frost my balls. Right. That's a new one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm that's a new nice. one for the podcast. Yeah. Podcast, you know, <laughs> might be the quote. I know. <laughs> Frosting my balls. But what grinds my gears is that look. Whoever has more force takes over. I get it. I guess. Yeah, that's, yeah. But what we did is we signed treaties with these fuckers, like the the Treaty of Laramie and yeah. whenever. Uh, but they broke the treaties. We broke though. the treaties. Yeah. That's that's the only thing that frosts my balls is that yes, I know we're gonna fucking go to war with people. Uh, I hate my neighbors too sometimes. But if I sign a treaty with my neighbor and I say, thank you, party foul, you don't drive, drive on my driveway. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. And you drive on my fucking driveway. Yeah, right. okay. Thank you. Or you fish on my land, and we signed treaties with the Indians that said, we have until the grass, you guys are Johnny Cash fans, until the grass is no longer green, until the, the waters no longer run, this is our land. We have to fish. We we have to hunt deer on this land. And the Americans like George Washington's like, yeah, no problem, bro. And that was broken. These treaties, they're broken. That's what kills me. Yes, I know. All these white people came. We have to have land. Look, I wasn't, I don't know, I'm not Native American. I was. I came here from Europe, my parents, grandparents, whatever. But what kills me is that we sign these binding deals. 
Then we say, no, we found gold under them hills. Yeah, there's oil so, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Them, them secret <clears throat> South Dakota hills. Well, we're going to have to fucking... Yeah, but don't worry. We're gonna we're we're gonna move you to someplace really nice, a smaller reservation. We're gonna decimate what that. I mean, we gave you a decimal of what you had before, and now now that it's rich in 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 minerals, we're gonna fucking make it even smaller. That's what pisses me off. When we're done with it, we'll give you a fucking acre or two in fucking (laughs) Union Springs. Yeah. Yeah, which is what they did now with. All the all the Native Americans around here are in like Oklahoma or some shit, right? Well, the Cayugas, they're actually one of three federally recognized tribes that don't have a uh, That's nice that we reservation. Oh, so there's a right. there's a Cayuga reservation in uh, Canada. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But because so like they fled here. It was I think it was 17 it was during the Revolutionary War. It was the Sullivan campaign. So the Continental uh, Congress didn't have money to pay the uh, to pay the uh, soldiers. So Washington sent General uh, Sullivan up there because and to what is now the village of Aurora. There was yeah, a yeah Peach Town. There was a uh, massacre there. They slaughtered as many Cayugas uh, as they could find, and the rest of them fled up to uh, the fled up to, to uh, Canada. Um, and they had some kind of bullshit uh, because the, the Iroquois, by and large, like their whole confederacy, they remained neutral during the war, but certain bands would fight for certain sides. Okay. So there were certain bands of Cayugas, if I'm not mistaken, that were far away from here that did that fought for the Brits. So, so they use the that as, they, were... they they use that as an excuse to go after these other guys that had nothing to do with it, to, so not... they could take their land. Okay, are you saying that's <clears throat> what helped to nullify those um, sacred treaties? No, no, I'm saying that he's saying they don't have like a uh, they don't have a uh, reservation, and oh, that's okay. why because okay. they all fled. Okay. Yeah. So that. all this land that we live on, they were Revolutionary War tracks. John yes. uh, Hardenberg, Hardenberg, like the founder of Auburn, that's what he sure. founded Auburn on. All the land, the land I'm on, yeah. um, Jericho Road. I mean, my parcel, I mean, my neighbor's parcel is 100 acres square, square with Jericho Road. Yeah. And that's for sale. By the way, you better get in soon. I'm poor. I know. Dude, <laughs> I would love to buy that fucking house. Yeah. Maybe, and it's just, I, we've gone through it before. That whole section of road is just too scary for me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was thinking about that the other day. I'd drive. <laughs> I'd find I was, I was even thinking about it because, you know, I want to I go see your house and stuff, but I'm so scared <laughs> at the same I'm time. I'm done inviting your ass. Or, uh, no. <laughs> Can we have a special podcast out there yeah. and just talk about the history of Yeah, we actually Jericho? have um, high speed internet now. Yo. You need it. Verizon Fios. But actually, I'd like to, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to make it a new recording studio. In fact, my first band was with uh, your guest. Did we even have, was our band name All Gone Dead? All Gone Dead, it was from the... Uh... Don't talk about it until I come okay. back. All right. talk no, you can talk. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, with too much politics, probably. Punk rock always brings up politics. We always bring shame. it back. Oh, to, do you? Yeah. We always bring it back to whatever we want to talk about. That's cool. I, know, I mean, I don't mean that. Like we got. I would, I would, I would definitely like to stick on the uh, politics, but I know Jake doesn't really like it. But I, I don't give yeah. a fuck. Wherever, the, wherever you guys want to take it. Oh no, it don't matter to me. I like history, local history, hardcore history, skateboarding history. 
fucking around. So how, I, um, I mean, you guys probably talked about it, but I'm going to ask. So do you guys remember the shows down at the Salvation Army and stuff? Yes, oh, fuck yeah, like the early 2000s. Okay, yeah, I just, yeah, I never yeah. went to them, but I remember like... We were forged, sh- like, forging those flames. Sean, me and Greg would be going yeah. by and just, you know, they had the shows there. But yeah. I remember uh, Enough is Enough's first show. Fuck yeah. It, we were there because it was... That was Steinus Woods Band. Yeah, it was uh, that little shop by Beeline Auto. A novel idea. A novel yes, idea. The yes. It used to be there. a bookstore. Yeah, yeah, it was there. And uh, Sean and Shane and uh, Cody, Cody, Cody Laxton, and who else? Dustin Lovell. Dustin. Yeah, yeah, Dustin Lovell was the drummer. Yeah, and he owns a tattoo shop now in yeah. uh, Buffalo the called Machine. Yes, right? okay. was yeah. Zach Zane, Zach, Zach Zahn, yep. Zahn and, and, uh, and Scott Zoner, I think. Scott Zoner is yeah. fucking He's sick. He'll probably. I need. Have to you go been tattooed by Scott? No, I want to get out there and get tattooed by them all. I just haven't. You I need. You need Busky. There. We've been planning like a road trip. Yeah, yeah you need. Should. You need to get tattooed by Scott. He's yeah. sick. Yeah. No, I want to get tattooed. If you have room. No, I got a ton of room. <laughs> I got a ton of room. More my face, legs. No, nah, my legs have a lot of room. So. Buffalo road trip to get tattooed. Oh, Zach's on? Hell yeah. I was yeah, there the other day. Dustin. I felt so bad that we didn't stop by. But... I saw you had a picture of his, his sister's band up here right there. Yeah. Yep. Or October. Oh, October. October. Even though it's November. <laughs> I, heard in, I heard in Germany, Oktoberfest is in like August. Start to September. September. Were okay. you there? You went for... You went for G or well challenge while they were having it, didn't you? Go there at one point. Uh, I was there. Where they sent you, wasn't it? Yeah. But I, you, I remember you were south. telling me they actually, the girls do have the leader hose or whatever. Yeah, killer. Yeah, like everywhere there's beer gardens it's and awesome. shit. It's, yeah. It's my dad, was. my dad was stationed in Germany when he oh, was I in the Air that. Force. And nice. Like he like said. You know, I mean, my dad's been passed a long time, but I remember him telling me that he just loved Europe and, like, Germany. My dad loved beer, you know? He's yeah. Irish, right? How many uh, years removed, like, is he father born in Ireland? No, I think his grandfather. Okay. But uh, but he was stationed in Germany at the big Air Force base there, and he said that it was just great, like, everywhere, the beer gardens, and, like, you could take the train everywhere to yeah. different countries, and it was just... because. That country was the size of Michigan. Yeah. So their so infrastructure okay. is so great. because. Yeah. But you could take a train anywhere, he said. Yep. Like, no anywhere. Problem. Never Just need a car. Yeah. My yeah. friends were, like, <clears throat> high up in the business. They could afford BMWs. They could afford three. Don't need one. They live in an apartment. Dope apartment. Walk to work. It's raining. Take the fucking tram to work. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, also, get too, I know they're um, in Europe, they're... Governments invested in public uh, transportation, yeah. whereas in like America in we the fifties, we had a yeah. choice and like, no, we want cars, it's freedom, and build roads. <laughs> yeah, and so it was more like a philosophical thing is why we have cars and roads more so. Well, than... cars also <clears throat> made capitalism. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, somebody made Ford made billions of dollars. Uh, well, and I heard too how Ford they were, they were able to sell the throughway system was that Dwight. The Eisenhower said it was going to be to transport troops in case those rescues invaded. Yeah, based that on Hitler's. They based it on the autobahn. Yeah, the autobahn to, was the best to get way troops to, quick to build yeah. a war machine hmm. to get uh, tanks and 
supplies. So, so that so so that was how he sold it. But then they also said, "Oh, you can go drive and see your uh, grandma out in Detroit. And yeah, get this Ford motor vehicle." <laughs> yeah, well, Ford. You have a great radio voice, old timer. And I got a radio me. face too. <laughs> That's the best fucking radio joke ever. Weren't we supposed uh, to like not pay tolls on the thruway like after years after, so long, after yeah. it was paid for they said and that was years 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 gone by yeah they psyched yeah. us out psych yeah, yeah. fuckers but yeah. I think our roads are pretty good compared to other states oh so I don't know. you drive through Michigan it's like fucking and they see the shit they're gonna do now it's it's gonna be there's no more toll booth they're gonna scan your plate yeah they're gonna and then they send you plate. some kind of bill in the mail then you uh, they started then that you when I went go to see your brother. Um, <clears throat> For Julie's party, Frog's Neck Bridge does that now. Oh, really? They scan your plate, and they. You remember how you used to have to stop and pay ten bucks or whatever? Even with Easy Neck. Pass. Well, there's Easy Pass, but if you don't have Easy Pass now, they scan your plate and send you the bill to your house. Oh, like Joe yeah. was saying, yeah, you don't stop anymore. If you didn't have Easy Pass, you have to stop and pay yeah. five or ten dollars. George Washington, mm. you still have to stop and pay if you don't have easy pass, yep, but yep. it's going to all change, and that's all just yeah. to get rid of jobs. Yeah, which sure. sucks for the people who take yeah, take the tolls. Yeah, that, because that's a really good job. state no, pension it's a good job. State yeah. job. I'm not kidding. If you forget to, that bill will go from like eight bucks to like a hundred and one. I learned the hard way. Oh, did you just recently? Oh, yeah. I think it, it wasn't the Tappan Z. It was one of those. It might have been the George Washington. They take your picture now. Really? One of those bridges. So how do they send you? Do they send it in the mail? Yeah, or they do. And I, email and you just forgot? I forgot, but $8 to 101 That's Come crazy. on, son. Yeah, but they saw that. They're like, he's from he's from upstate. We're going to fucking get him. Yeah, he's rich. <laughs> We're going to get that fucker. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He works at New Corner. <laughs> yeah, you can afford yeah. it. Fuck you. Undisclosed. Your location, right? <laughs> the foundry. <laughs> the local foundry <laughs> the lava is it, pit is it true that they filmed a man or music video back there back in the day i have yeah no i was there it was here really so, i have no clue he you have to talk to him about his yeah, yeah. at all i'm not i went from rap to from rap to punk so did i so did i we I have a, we could we could punk. we could talk talk about a lot of rap i went from too. 80s rap to punk i was a break dancer at reva roller b-boy b-boy yo we need to do another one say another word okay i used to go to reva roller what's up y'all it's your boy t stan out here at reva yo it's pig out day wednesday five bucks all you can eat wednesdays baby but yeah from that bmx racing and listen to well and a little U2 because of Dopco but listen to Run DMC uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday uh, trying, time to get Public down. Enemy well Public Enemy was after Public yeah. Enemy I still listen to this NWA and Run DMC yeah I still listen to this day that stuff and Rockin but I'm talking about before that was like Nucleus One for All album is Jam on it Jam on it the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five White Slick Red Don't do it going through my mind the more I see, the more I do. Bob. Cocaine. Yeah, Did you ever somehow, hear that song? Yeah, somehow we got song. somehow we had access to all that shit. Ninety three Q used to play that shit on Saturday nights. Really? Saturday nights was their rap time, and we used to sit there with our boom boxes. Do you remember taping tape? We would tape the radio. Yes. yes. We would tape the radio yes. just to have the songs. Win eighty nine. Craig Heckman. But. Before, we would have yeah. to tape because they'd play punk and like yeah. yeah. hardcore. Hard 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 yeah. like nothing's changed since 1950s, yeah. but 
Um, so you guys had Win 89 FM. I had also had Win 89 FM. My brother and I had um, Bob Appel. He had uh, WSFW. Oh, he had, he's out of Geneva, right? Yeah, Geneva, Seneca Falls, Geneva. First time I ever heard Suicidal Tendencies. And maybe it was mm. on a fucking future primitive. I don't have no idea. But first time I fucking had a copy of it. My brother and I were at the ready. For and it. fucking, dude, uh, um, Institutionalized came on. We just taped everything Bob Appel played. And it was full of fucking gems. I had no idea who's negative approach. Negative Maybe. approach is no? great. Uh, no, that. not at the time. Um, not on that tape, at least. But no, but negative approach at one album. SSD control. SSD came later. I think I got that. I know I got that from Mary Brooke or Paolo. Boston. Didn't she live on this? Didn't she grow up on this street? She grew up on this street down at the other That's end, what I near the corner. She had a pool, but we didn't skate it. We swam it. Um, <laughs> actually, I think I met. Carl Beekner there once. Well, that was at you met him before at Herman Ave, didn't you? Your brother says you guys met him at Herman Ave Playground when she was the playground director. I met her there, but I don't think <laughs> okay. I met. Well, Beekner, he said yeah. he met Beekner. Your brother did. Yeah. Uh, Carl used to date Mary Brooke, this girl, another girl that was a punk rock before us, and we met her after, and like she, she like she hooked him up. Me on, like honestly. I never would. I mean, Minor Threat yeah. was because we got it from him, but he didn't even want the tape because of Minor Threat. He wanted it because the other side had Metallica on it. Fuck yeah. You lent it to Dom. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, it had Metallica. Gave me a, a minor I don't know tape? if, I don't know I if you got Sid Vicious. Live. No, no. On the other side, whatever one you gave us had Metallica on the other side. Really? And me and Dop go had it and we didn't tape it yet. And you wanted it back. And we were like, just digging minor threat you know oh my god minor threat was like the first like real hardcore i'm saying like yeah, don't get I mean, me wrong I mean, you like, just hear that dead kennedy's, kennedy's like in god we trust was hard as shit we called that hardcore punk minor threat was hardcore yeah. you know and it was yeah. like we were i was never straight edge but that album still when i skate i rock the, well, the tell me more about that the blue album or whatever the one with all their stuff on yeah it. Yeah, you know, yeah they had a blue and a red the discography yeah the discography yeah. but uh so i think but I you had the tape that. and we got that from you and it came back to me through miller because i thought as <laughs> miller played in my eyes i'm like oh minor threat and I think I did sleep on it, dude. I think and you I, did. I, I think you wanted on. it back because you wanted whatever was on the I other Miller's side. I think Miller's was cool. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But once once Miller played that for me, and I also slept on fucking Rain and Blood. Tommy But Perez, that came though. from, that came, I'm just, that, was that, that came oh, from Mary Brooke, Brooker Powell. Okay. Single-handedly She was in the punk rock. Punk rock. Single-handedly yeah, she was. She dated Carl Beek. And then you crisis. guys, you and Greg. Before her And then that shit happened. So it's... Safe to say that women were the foundation of of, of the scene here in there Auburn. There was a lot That's of girls nuts, that dude. were into like yeah. Mary Woodman, Mary, Mary cool. Brooke. Uh, you can speak to that, but I mean, I'm just saying they were into it way before us. Uh, Brooke was there. Where are there was now? Mary Auburn Ball. Yeah, Mary Ball. This girl that dated Steve Kochi and then she dated Jeff Dobko. She was a punk rock girl. So were there any zines back then? That... People um, from like Auburn doing zines, there zines but they were from Syracuse. Okay, like Carl Gambrell had one. Did he? And then yeah, I think probably after my, my brother did one. Carl Gambrell, my story with him is we went and saw Bill Danforth and the Elva team at Wayne's Bike Shop. Oh, yeah, for a demo. Who drove? I did. Me, John, Camp, and Carl. And uh, I don't know if you guys know Carl Gambrell. He lives in New York now. No, uh, he's an old skater, punk rock kid <laughs> from the day. Yeah, Carl had it. 
Excellent taste in music, too. His brother, his brother actually, his brother was a punk rocker before us, yeah, Brian. Right. I thought yeah, I forgot is, all this about This is crazy. That. As soon as we yeah. peel back the end, no, I forgot all about that. Shit. Brian Damn had bro. a band in the Battle of the Bands at the high school that played punk rock yeah. music. They were what? like a Sex Pistols clash yeah. of punk rock. Okay. You know, but he With had like blonde. He had blonde. Yeah, he had like, he had like a, like a jean jacket with studs and like, you know, that style and the boots like engineer boots and blonde spiked hair you know but i'm talking for 85 blondes you know just you were making hair. a statement yeah you were making Christ. a statement now you see people spike you know everybody yeah, like oh yeah, wow yeah, that's yeah. great fashion on pinterest yeah. fashion yeah. forward yeah but i'm just saying yeah i forgot carl's brother brian was a punk yeah. rocker before a lot of I'll people tell you, carl this is good in his brian who brian gambrell gambrell Reach out. Yeah, he's still yeah. in Auburn. He's still, I think I he's in the Air Force. Him, no, he's in yeah, the Air Force. I him once in a while. He works at the Air Force Base, the one that does the drones in Syracuse. Okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, I have not lost touch with my... I think no, I, I talked to Carl room. once in a while. Uh, oh, yeah. I was just at a show in New York City with Carl was around. Oh, you and Brian. Or you and... Brian. You but and, I see uh, Brian John too Camp. in bars. No, yeah. you and John Camp went to a show with Carl, didn't yep. you? Yep. And Carl uh, was there for Jawbox. I told these guys, I'm like, yeah, like I was going, trying to think like the oldest punk rock influence I had. And it, I think Drew, was it Drew Casey had that fucking dope government issue shirt. Sure, yeah. Um, he was, um, did, you, his did you tell him Drew books Casey that, became an Auburn? I don't even know that much. Okay, I had one well, of his books Drew I got Casey, um, when I was in 12th grade, all of a sudden there was this kid and we went we had to go to East Middle for 12th grade because it was the asbestos in the high school. I've heard about so that. we were going yeah. to school at East Middle for half a day. And uh, I remember, like, we were punk rock. You know, me and Greg got into punk rock. You know, I had, I looked like Johnny Rotten. My hair was like, I tried to bleach it blonde, but it came out like orange spiked hair. Hell yeah. I wore like a suit jacket. Oh, I did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I Miller, Miller also went to somebody's shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you would get suit jacket. Yeah. That's what you saw me. You know? And all of a sudden, this guy's first day of school, me and Greg were skateboarders. We're like, yeah, punk rock, yeah. Badass. We're like, Chris Thomas had a big mohawk then. Yep. Uh, he, you know, Chris with, with his circle jerk shirt, he had, a, you know, he like always rocked that circle jerk shirt. Like, but you know, we were in school, like 12th grade. Chris is like his third time in 12th grade. You know what I mean? It's like 20 <laughs> third time's a charm. You know, but we'll anyway, he was beer. a good dude. He was a good dude. But um, all of a sudden, like we're sitting there and this kid comes with these huge Liberty spikes. Like you come from the schedule of Liberty. That's that's yeah, yeah. But they were gigantic. I'm like, what the fuck? I never saw it. And it was Drew Casey. He moved up here that summer. His dad was a doctor, Dr. Lowe. I don't know if you guys ever remember Dr. No. Lowe. Well, that was his stepdad. Well, Drew got into punk rock down in New York and was getting in a bunch of trouble. So they moved up to Auburn, New York. Wow. And uh, Drew actually came up, and that motherfucker rocked the government issue. Yeah. He had like some like World War One style jacket he'd wear, and he had Doc Martens, the first dude I ever saw with a real pair of Doc Martens. So was, was he involved like with like the early like A seven scene down there? Uh, not A seven. CBGB okay. was him. You know that was when CBGB yeah. was eighty six, eighty seven. I think. Right, cool. So that sounds like the second wave, yeah, but yeah. still, that's fucking yeah, OG like, as fuck. Yeah, that he is. came in and he had yeah. like Oxblood Doc Martens. And I Legit. bought those ones off them. They were oh, my yeah. first pair. I bought them off him because he got a new pair. He went back down the city and got a pair. But uh, no, but so that's how Drew Casey he just imported the core. We he, and he came up, and that's where we ever like we got a really? lot of bands like Reagan, Drew you, Casey, uh, 
false prophets. That all came from Drew with yeah. me anyway, because Drew was from New York. Reagan Youth was from New York, and he brought like bands like Breakdown. I never heard of Breakdown yeah, before, yeah. and he had Breakdown, the, the, the demo '87. That album's with awesome. The yeah, yeah the broken skateboard yeah. and yeah. shit. And uh, Drew like was a big influence on us because he brought a lot of music like. The, so New, the still, New York scene. Is he still here? No, no. He got arrested. Him and this kid Ed Rocker, we called him. We uh Ed came up the next year, and uh Ed was this punk rocker and he was going to CCC. And him and Drew worked at Walden's books. This is a good Yo. this is a good story here, Fuck okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, they uh wanted to get some cash. Well, Drew worked there and he knew that the lady would bring uh, out the money. Well, Drew, job. Drew uh <laughs> Uh, Drew parked his car at the old Kmart where the now the RV center is at the yeah. mall, Holy and fuck. the car parked in front of him. Well, the lady came out with the money. Ed like had a mask on and shit, and uh, took the money from her, but Stronger jumped in the wrong car. Uh, jumped in the husband's car. Dude. Yeah, jumped in the husband's <laughs> car. Whatever. They ended up getting arrested. They did time in Auburn. Just Holy the jail, fuck. not Auburn. Oh, just yeah, the jail. Yeah, yeah. And my brother, my brother was in jail at the same time, right? And I came in from Syracuse to see him. And my brother was uh, like, what the fuck's up with these dudes, man? And I go, what? He goes, they say they know you, Drew and Casey and Ed, this and that. I go, yeah, I know them. And he goes, yeah, they're in here fucking shining their Doc Martens all the time. Because oh, you could wear your own shit. But they weren't this still though. You could wear your own shoes. Really? Goes, Those motherfuckers are always sitting there shining their Doc Martens. Because so yeah. my brother was, you know my brother, yeah. Dylan. He's like a tough yeah. guy. You know, he's, he was a Golden Gloves boxer. Is he into hardcore? No, no. He's like 10 years Not older than remotely. me. No, no, he's I gotta take a piss. He fucking listens to ZZ Top and shit. You know? <laughs> but, but uh but no, it was just funny that I remember him telling me that story that's that he great. did time with them, you know, yeah. and he's like, Yeah, they're in there always sitting there at spit shine in their dark minds. <laughs> but oh, long story short, Drew ended up moving to came a skinhead. Moved to Arizona, and you remember Eric oh. said he was hanging out with Nazi skinheads there. Oh, does Eric see him? No, this was back in like when Eric first moved to Tucson. Oh hanging out with some Nazi skins and they like caught on to his game and I don't know now he works for the you know government what? I heard he works for the government that's what his dad because his dad was my doctor and his dad just said he works for the government and he couldn't tell me anything else yeah. whatever that means you know I'm he's in prison Damn. yeah I know and I know so. for sure but Drew Drew Casey brought up a lot of music. Yeah. You know, well, like he turned me on to a lot of music I didn't know from New York. He actually brought us down to New York City, me and Greg, for the first time. And we saw CBGBs and shit. This was 88. And, that's when uh, it was a real hood rat. It was real. Yeah. It was still ghetto. Like you went down there and there was still like. It was still ghetto in 93 when yeah, I was there. I mean, when sure. I, I, me being a 17 year old, because I was 17 and I graduated high school when I was 17, you know, because my birthday's later in the year. And uh, I remember going down there. I drove my Ford Fairmount down with yeah. those guys. And uh, we stayed at Ed Rocker's parents' house. We called him Ed Rocker because I don't even know his last name because Punk Rocker, but he's okay. Ed. He had terror spikes, too. We just called him Ed Rocker. Hell, yeah. And uh, we stayed at his parents' house on Staten Island. Then, like, the next day, we Drew, actually, the night we got there, we couldn't get in, but Sham 69 was playing. No shit. They're, they're still around. Yeah, they're still around. He saw Sham 69 that night. Saw yeah. Wow. And that was back when Brooklyn the skinhead scene was big in New York. You know, 
it kind of came around in 88 again when it was on Geraldo. You ever see the Geraldo show? You got to watch that with the skinheads on it. Geraldo Rivera. He gets no. his nose broken by the Nazi skinheads through a chair. I saw the, Nazi the Hells Angels Geraldo. The Nazi skinheads get in yeah. a fight with regular like sharp skinheads Holy from fuck. New York. It was because Geraldo was in New York. A big brawl. He was a fucking weird dude yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, he do all those do those shows. Yeah, and that was back around that time. And uh, so Drew went to that show that night, and then the next day we went to like Bleaker Bob's, you know, the record, record store. store. Then he brought us to another record store, and like just it was cool because you could get any any punk rock you wanted. You know, I remember leaving there with like coming back from New York with like six seven albums. You know, yeah. which you know back then you were lucky. If you went to Cabbages in Syracuse and you saw an exploited album, you know, or some, you know, Gnostic Front, Circle yeah. Jerks, you know, Dead Kennedys. But down there you could get whatever, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you had to, like, decide what you wanted to yeah. get because there was so much good shit. We went on a school trip to Boston and I went to, I think it was Newberry, Newberry Comics. Newberry yeah. Comics. Yeah. They had a fucking legit, I mean, this oh. was CDs. And but got, no, I spent every set I No, CDs. Newberry Figure Comics, it. I was there when I would go to Boston, I always made a trip to Newberry yeah. Comics. That was a cool spot. That man. was a proper they spot got one of the for comments punk too. Yeah. yeah. This was 2000 three four no you could get newberry <laughs> comics in boston that's where you wanted to go if you yeah. wanted to get punk rock kim's comics in auburn did you talk about oh, kim's kim yeah, ah, do you remember you okay. remember. no kim's Jim comic <laughs> i got i got my first slap shot out making it a sports subject and i'm not straight edge but i love slap shot yeah i got it at kim's comics i got that i think i got exploited horror epics there and Kim's had a bunch of stuff. So much shit. So I, to be honest, a lot of my shit was metal, but my brother got some, I mean, just, just random shit. And, but then I, I do special order, like for sex pistols or something like that. But, but we go with you or over to like Desert Shore. Desert Shore. Subhumans. And then my girlfriend there at the time, her name was Trevor. She would order. Yeah. anything you wanted and like desert shore had anything like so what was that desert, desert shore, shore was up it was up Street <clears throat> originally there was modern records it was on Krauss and mm. and they had all the punk stuff and then modern closed and desert shore was a used record store well when modern closed they kind of like picked up on ordering like all like punk rock and everything and like that's when lookout was huge and you mm -hmm. could get any lookout album there and my girlfriend at the time trevor was working there so she ordered all this stuff and she was a punk rock chick she was like i was 18 dating her she was 26 she was on the cradle she, yeah. <laughs> she, had, she had a chelsea the chelsea that's sad oh, yo yeah, yeah, tony Hawk. dude no, the chelsea, chelsea no it was like you shaved had, head I, I had with, the sideburns yeah. the sideburns yeah. was the bang yeah but um and she had like red hair and she wore docks and flight coat mm. and everything but she ordered all the stuff like she ordered like you could get anything and like since i was dating her i had all the real crass albums with the posters all the blurred yeah. subhumans yeah, yeah. but like she then she's like like turned us on to lookout records and it's like, operation oh, ivy operation ivy yeah. filth yeah. if you ever listen to the band filth like filth is like okay. a, you got to check them out like uh, they're a big like up. mohawk band oh, but, fuck but yeah. back in the or, and then this band blatzed named after blatzed beer b-l-a-t-z yep. 
and then cringe. Right. Right. Never heard of it. Yeah. If you want to get blitz, no, drink blitz. But uh, Barra Lookout and then Crim Shrine and Cringer. Like, just like, I, you remember all those bands? Yeah. Yeah. No, but they were all like seven inches because Lookout yeah. was a big seven inch band. Green Day's first thing yep. was on Lookout. And yeah. that's that's actually not a band. Well, they, they had a few albums on Lookout, Lookout yeah. before they got picked uh, up. Yeah. Was that Kerplunk or Kerplunk, was that before, yes, okay. before Dookie, right? Because they played yeah. 924 uh, Gilman, Gilman Street all the time. And they get, like, yeah. I went to Gilman with Boot off the stage oh, and they yeah, just kept playing. Yeah. I went to buy that one around California, yeah. but I don't think there's shows there anymore, right? No, I think, I think, I think still they still, it's still a collective. It's, you can't yeah. stage dive anymore because they got sued or Somebody something like got, that. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. stage dive when I was there. They had a big sign, no stage dive. What did you see? Just local bands. I saw a band 15 more minutes. I think Crimp Shine played. Yeah, they were all like local lookout bands yeah. when we were there. Filth, actually, it sucked because Filth and Blatz, they were my two favorite bands on lookout uh, at the time. They played the night before we got there. It was a Thursday night show, and it, I was bummed, man, because like mm-hmm. everybody, like I liked Filth around here, and everybody hated them because they were a Mohawk like exploited they sounded like oh fuck yeah yeah you know that was definitely your that logo with the fucking skeleton with the fucking sickest moment that band's great love that but yeah so nobody liked them but it's so funny now because now they're like with like you know how if you look on instagram and stuff and you go to shows like that exploited 82 punks is back. Oh, yeah. Mohawks and shit. Yeah. And it's weird to see these guys are all rocking like filth shirts. And I never thought <clears throat> filth would be like, I mean, an iconic band. So did you that. save all your merch and stuff and you no, can sell I it back I to did. them? No, I wish I did. But, yeah, you know, same. recently, like six months ago, I went on this. There's this, uh, I forget the T-shirt thing. It's called No Gods, No Masters, and they sell like a lot of punk rock shit. And they sold Phil a filth t-shirt and I bought one. Oh I nice. I rock the filth shirt now because I still listen to filth. They're like, I mean, That's you gotta check them That's out. That's more homework for Joe and I. Yeah. yeah. Filth blast with B-L-A-T-Z. I mean, it's just like it's just good music, just good punk rock. Blast is like weird. I mean, they're not like filth, you know, they're not that Mohawk punk, like exploited punk, but Blatz is just, uh, they have this song, Fuck New York. And like now, like back then, I hated like a lot of New York bands. And they're like, but, you know, people hated them back then. Wait, why? Was it because of the Cause for Alarm album? No, a lot of like San Francisco, Maximum, because Lookout was kind of Maximum Maximum Rock and and Roll. roll. And they thought bands like Agnostic Front and Warzone were like Nazis and stuff. Yeah, because of the Cause for Alarm album. Yeah, like, yes, yes, because of the Cause for Alarm with Public Assistance. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, which was written by uh, Peter Steele, Steele, most of that shit. Yeah, when you were saying Cause for Alarm, it's not the band Cause for Alarm. And I'm like, no, because they were actually pretty punk rock. But yeah, the Cause for Alarm album with Public Assistance assistance and shit yeah. like that yeah damn i didn't know peter Steele was like fucking yeah he produced yeah the drummer album. for peter Steele carnivore played it no shit yeah, there's, you ever see the there's like a of picture of him he's going into uh I mean, cbgb he's, he's got a fred bodega yeah he's got a fred uh carry on him with a shaved head. head yeah whoa yeah back Crazy. in the 82 skinhead days and yeah stuff. yeah and then uh but yeah no when exactly it was like the public <laughs> existence records and stuff like that or that the song yeah which is which is a great up. song i mean public yeah. assistance is a total like what oi yeah. was about and that wasn't oi it was metal but yeah real oi was about working class and that and yeah like i mean if you really think about it if you're sucking off public assistance and you don't really need it you know that's what they were singing about they were singing about people abusing the system 
But the maximum rock and roll days, like uh, what was his name? Um, Tim. The guy who founded it, he, he died. died. Tim yeah. something. It began with like Rohannon or something. Yeah, yeah, Tim Johannan. Yeah, Johannan. Like, and uh, those like Lookout and all those bands like didn't like New York because of that because they were like maximum rock and roll. You know, yeah. like well, and because they were more of like a uh, crossover sound, and it wasn't yeah. that it wasn't traditional pure punk rock. Yeah, where where it was. And now you think about it, it's like... But I'm a big fan of that era, like the uh, crossover era, because that breathed life into oh, punk. yeah. Because things were starting to get... St- you're on the same riffs over again, yeah, and then you yeah. get this injection of, like, heavy metal and thrash. It kind of... Like, like they had some awesome bands. The Agnostic Front stuff, Crumb Suckers, suckers. were great. Chris was just talking about <clears throat> the Crumb Suckers the other day. Just? Actually, because the guy in... Uh, was he in the Crumb Suckers or the Necros? I think it was the Crumb Suckers. The Crumb Suckers were from New York, right? The Necros were from Ohio. Okay, yeah. then the Crumb Suckers. Chris, uh, Chris Chisholm just went and saw uh, what's Peter Steele's band? We were just talking Carnivore. About Carnivore oh, AD. Yeah. He just saw yeah. Carnivore AD, and he was saying the guitarist was the original guy, original member of Sheer Terror, and then Ooh. and then he was saying. That the bassist was from the Crumb Suck. Oh, cool! He just saw him in Rochester. So he's doing like the Peter Steele parts. Then? Well, the, these two guys, and then the drummer Chris knew the drummer. He told me what bands they were in, but he saw Carnivore AD, and they basically play. They're basically they play Carnivore. Yeah, but none of them are Carnivore. Which original is, Carnivore. Yeah, that's members. so weird because yeah. it's like he was the band. When yeah. you think of that, you think of yeah. Peter but Steele he said with they did yeah. chain on his yeah. bass. Yeah. And... He said they did a great job. I mean, he said it sounded great. You know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was just talking about Peter Steele. But the crumbs. No, you're right. And like DRI with the crossover and stuff, DRI like ripped. You know, their first yeah. couple albums were great. And then they did crossover and all that, and that's still good. Yeah, you know, it did definitely breathe life into it. I mean, they, then bands like the Exploited, you know, they like jumped on it, and I love the Exploited, but they jumped on every bandwagon there was. Oh, they did a yeah, they're they did like a, beat the bastards out a crossover. Yeah, I didn't know that like, yeah. crossover and stuff I like, and I only like yeah, because I only like their early stuff like the UK eighty two stuff, but then they went like metal and. Like everybody well, did. it seems like a lot of bands did. I well, mean, they wanted to keep Sheer Terror did yeah, like a metal yeah. record. So my, best, yeah. my favorite Bad Brains albums are metal. See, I've, yeah. I've never been a Bad Brains fan. Yeah, I fucking. I think every single punk, awesome. like hardcore band, did like a crossover. Even uh, what broke them up, um, SSD, they did that, that uh, metal second, record. That, yeah. The second album, people hated. Yeah, it. I, I just read it on. It was like how we rock, and yeah, then it was. Yeah, so, I think that's the only one I had. There was how we rock, but there was too. one after that. It was like a building. It was like a tower. Yeah. I forgot. People like booed them off stage <clears throat> and stuff when they were. Yeah. people wanted to hear that first album. The uh, the kids where, will have their say. say and yeah, then, when um, they were running up to the government. Get it know, away came yeah, after that, which is also really good too. But they played a show. I think, I think it was, aren't they playing again? Like, I don't know because I don't think Springer gets along with Al. I don't think I think they yeah. still have beef from like years ago. But they play one, one of their last shows was in L.A. and it was with Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers. Oh, was it? It was like '84 or something oh, like that. They all had long hair and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just remember seeing things like uh, this was before our time. That thanks to uh, that uh, 
they were talking about getting booed off stage. Yeah. Everybody wanted to hear the play something fast. Yes, yeah, yeah. they were playing like metal and they hated it. People hated it. But like they should have kind of like gone at it a little bit more because I think they kind of fell victim to like just playing what people wanted them to yeah. play. And I think if they're like, no, fuck you, we're going to play this shit, I think they could have stuck around a little while longer. You know, because sometimes yeah, people, they're not used to. Get it in. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> slam it in inch by inch, yeah. like a gentleman. Yeah. Or just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that was too sexy. That's hot. You said you're at the Manor video. Yeah. Oh yeah, Can talk about that. Yeah. So we heard about it. It's probably it was either I think it's in summer, so I would have been home from Buffalo. I don't know what year it was, but I think one of the Danique was like, "Yo." There's a video for... Was it Return of the Warlord dude, song? I'm not a huge yeah. fan. I'm sorry, Bro, stories. Like, we do song. just what we feel. Riding horses made of steel. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. The Louder Than Hell album? Yes. Yes. 93, 94. I think it was like 96 or 95. It was probably between... Well, certainly between... 92 and 96. Because that's when you read. Because they have a video. They're yeah. riding like the motorcycles through town, and you can tell they it's like all walking them through. <laughs> they're like kind of. Right. They're, they're, uh, their studio was behind me in Micheline's house on State Street. They were on Plast Guy. Oh, yeah. I think it's still there. Is it still there? There yeah. was one on Logan, too. Yeah. The, the where, old where yeah, they got where, the lofts yeah. now. They were there, and then they moved over. To, it might have been on Logan at that time. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, it was Logan. I'm sure it was at Logan then. From Carl Logan before he got arrested for... <laughs> I shouldn't, I I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> say this on the podcast. We've actually said but, it before, so you can say yeah, it. Just, yeah, all I know is I'm not... All I know is that I took guitar lessons from him, and then... After my lesson, like at a 30 minute lesson, this hot fucking high school girl, and I was my 20s. This girl's clearly teenage high school girl. She'd come in for lessons, and I don't know, I didn't listen to her play, but I was paying him and I'd walk out. I think it was 10 bucks an hour. And, uh, but it ended up being, I think he married her or raped her. Oh, shit. I know there's, Damn, there's she a took lessons for many years and sucked at guitar. Let's say that. <laughs> But I don't know. He was clearly 20, 25 years old in this this chick. And I heard they were dating. And were, anyway, I, I hate. I'm Back not to the Metal Art video shoot. I'm not a gossip guy. I'm like, oh, I have nothing to say. Anyway, I took guitar lessons from that dude. It was either between 92 and 96. It was corny. They had all these video cameras. They weren't, they blocked off like Genesee Street from like Dunkin' Donuts to Parker's. Oh, wow. Okay. These guys weren't ripping wheelies down like fucking Hells Angels. They're walking like <laughs> right. neutral, like walking. You know, yeah, now you yeah, learn yeah, how to yeah, yeah. walking them down so they can get No nice one controls shot. our goddamn lives. <laughs> Hit some Honda Gold Wings. It was nothing, dude. It was nothing. Yeah, Gold Wings. <laughs> Not nah, or at least. Dude, it was weak. But I went down with uh, the Nikos. Someone told me they had a they had a, a a music video at then Auburn Steel off Steel in the melt shop. But that's probably just I, yeah. Rumor. I don't know. That would be sick though. It would it? be. I could Some picture Off Steel doing shit like yeah. That. I wouldn't have it now. You know right. what I'm saying? But, like yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to be a man of war hater because I know a lot of people look up to them. I'll tell you the first uh, first album I had was fucking pretty good. 
And like Black Wind, Fire and Steel is a fucking good album. But being the kings of metal and then just putting out fucking hard rock. It's not fucking metal, dude. I never understood that, honestly. I had the Louder Than Hell uh, CD. I had a t-shirt. It was sick. It was that dude. And they promised that it was. (laughs) Dude, he had like the sword. It was going like this. And he had had all these babes here. And they're like... Wasn't that like a ripoff of a Kiss album on the back? Didn't they have? I didn't like Kiss either. No, I didn't. See, that's weird because a lot of like older guys love Kiss for some reason. I'm not sorry because I grew up in the real shit, Black Sabbath, and then Kiss comes out, and uh, I'm like, "Yo, Jonathan, this is gonna be banging." And they're like, "Turn and we're like, fuck this. Rock roll all this night. Shit, this shit should be awesome. Their face paint like, did not match so the So fucking weak. But did not. Right. Perception did not match the fucking reality. But that's so what I like, never we're got. We're listening to Black Sabbath and fucking Ozzy Osbourne. Kiss is fucking garbage. Well, because I see all these guys that I look up to, like the dudes from uh, I Hate God and all that. They're like, yeah, sure. we love Kiss. Well, and, I always, Club, and I always Ryan wondered Zotto why. Loves, and yeah. I, these guys are like Kirk my, my heroes. Loves Kirk Winstein says it's fair. And I always wondered, it's like Kiss? I love I, Pantera, I Dimebag, all those guys. Yeah. That's great, but I hope they like the songs like Beth. Because they're certainly not influenced by the fucking, there's a couple rockers, but... Way in, Tim. No, I was going to say I was late on the bandwagon because I wasn't a metal dude, but I had this friend we called Mothball. Nice. And he turned me on to uh, uh, Black Sabbath when I was like 20. Is that Lucy? In like uh, that, I remember that first album he played me with Paranoid. And I heard Paranoid. I'm like, this is the most punk rock song. It's a rap. I was like, this is the most punk rock song I've ever heard. And then after that, I liked Black Sabbath. It's a rap. I mean, I went to school and I was a punk rock kid and kids were, I didn't, you didn't get along with headbangers then, like kids with like Metallica shirts and Black Sabbath. You just didn't like them because they didn't get Which it. Which is insane. But right. now yeah. you're the same. You are, but you didn't like each other. You know, for some yeah. reason, you didn't like each other. And, uh, but I was late on the game and Black Sabbath's legit, man. Yeah, at least, really at least punk rock that song. like album I had, uh, who sold your souls for rock and roll or whatever? Well, you got a good taste. That's a compilation yeah. album. Yeah, all but the, that was like hits. with uh, the Wizard and yeah. uh, War Pigs. Everything. And War Pigs, I mean, you don't get a more political song than War right. Pigs. And yeah. I'll tell you, if you ever want to hear a good punk rock version of it, Reagan Youth does live. It's only live, but they oh, do really? War Pigs live, and it's awesome. Dave uh, Insurgent is just great. Rest in uh, peace. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he sings it. Uh, it's a live. I mean, it's like, it just rips, man. Hmm. When I was in high school, my art teacher's uh, his cousin was in Reagan Youth. Are you serious? Yeah, and he used to he used to play a lot of really uh, punk rock for us, and we still see him every now and again. Wasn't he either he was or knew someone that played one of the baseball furies in the Warriors? Yes, and yeah. his so he was one of the furies, or he knew someone who he was? knew a fury. Oh, okay, and he knew a guy in the cramps too. Wow. Yep. Hmm. Southern Cuyahoga High School art teacher. <laughs> well, yeah, he was from like Long Island. Long Island? Long Island. It's cool, though. uh, Like, New York hardcore and stuff always, like, is, like, like, 
talk about like if you read Roger's book and stuff, yeah. they talk about the game. Yeah, yeah, they used to be on the lower. It was side. actually like that. I mean, they didn't have like the face paint, yeah, like mimes and shit. Stuff. Right. Like, that was the really like that. Ran the, like yeah. more, like Manhattan. There's Coral Ranges. There's a documentary called Rubble Kings. It was on Netflix, and it talks about all the gangs back then. It was yeah, really good. A, but they talk about and they had like the vests and everything. Yeah, and but it was, you know how Roger? I don't know if it was in the the Godfather's of Hardcore or the book talks about like they would have to like make peace with the gang there was the a gang on the lower east side, side i think that, it was the hitmen that and he them. spoke spanish so they were he was able to talk, talk to, them. to them because they were like who are all these weird dudes coming in yeah he's like don't worry about it for the shows and stuff yeah because yeah, yeah, they sure. thought that they uh, thought that the punk rock kids were also a, a gang, gang. Right, right, a different right, gang yeah, because, because they wow. looked and so they wanted to pay attacks but he talked to them and stuff and they made yeah i remember that yeah part of the book yeah, but it was cool because that shit's actually real. Yeah, because if, if you did, you read Harley's book. No, Har- but I heard Harley that's a great book. I heard it. I, ha- I let my friend too, yeah. borrow it, or else I'd let you buy it. But he was actually wanted by one of the gangs. That's why, like, he had to leave town yeah. for a while because there was like a hit out on him because he had beef with beef with one of like the local gangs. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's actually, so like, uh, you're on a that, baseball fury coming after that. Uh, I was telling you how <laughs> Agnostic Front put out. Uh, their new album well one of the songs the song i saw two videos on youtube and one of them's i remember and it's all old pictures of like rabies and harley yeah, yeah. when they were all skinheads and yeah. you know what i mean and they were just showing pictures from the eight don't forget seven. the struggle don't yeah, forget the street they were in jimmy gestapo they were just it was it's a great it's only like in what i like about it is it Ooh. almost is like victim in pain it's like the two songs I heard off it, I remember, and I can't think of the other song name that they had the video for, is just like, just straight up punk rock. That's, like, not, yeah. like Victim in Pain style. But, yeah. Uh, What's the first time you heard Victim in Pain? Oh, <clears throat> uh, Chet. Uh, another person I'm going to talk about that we haven't talked about yet is uh, Chet. Um, what was Chet's last name? He had a brother, Mark, too. I can't believe I can't remember it right now. They called him Checkers. He was Mary's best friend, Mary Woodman's best friend, Cheddar, Chet. I want to say Thomas, but it's not Chet Thomas. Chet Thomas was a pro skateboarder. <laughs> yes, I, Chet. I can't think of it, but his name was Checkers, and I'm sorry I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. Reach out. Chet, uh, he was a great artist, too. He was one of Al Alger's. They were tight. And, uh, I was gonna, is Al Alger than Donnie? Or is Al Donnie? younger than Donnie. Okay. But we went to Chet's house, and Chet was like, uh, hey, he started playing us some music and he pulled out this album. He goes, you guys will like this. And it was an all black album. And it just, uh, in the letters raised up on it and Boston, and it said victim and pain. It was the original victim and wow. pain. And he first put, pressing. Yeah, first pressing. Wow. And he it's put the second pressing because the first pressing had the Auschwitz thing. Oh, you're right with the guy. Yes, yes. So there's a cover that's not the yeah, one that, that you're one talking was about? Revelation. That, that one you were talking about was on Revelation Records. But there was one that you're talking about. I know the one that he's talking about. First time I, heard I didn't know there was another was one. Demaholic's yeah. bedroom. Yeah, but this one it was it just a cover of black the, the dude album. by the pit. Yeah, with the hanging there, right? Well, they were going to shoot him. Yes. Shoot him. It was like a uh, Holocaust. But then there was one on Revelation that checked. Cheddar, Chet had checkers, and it was just a all black album, and it just said victim in pain, and the letters were yeah, raised yeah. up, yeah. and it said agnostic from victim. So they got you could only CDs see it. Now you too. could only see it if you looked up. So and at this some was point, about eighty five. So at some point they got 
uh, censored that. Or they changed Because I only know that one that you're talking about. I didn't know they had to change the album cover. I think I bought the CD years later, and it was like what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and he played that, and I'm like, this is awesome, man. It was different, because I heard Minor Threat already. You know, Minor Threat was hardcore, but this was just like, what the heck is this? And then we saw the pictures, because that's back when you would pull out the album cover, and they would always have pictures, and then bands they think. That's how you knew to get another yeah, band, yep, yep. you know, and then we looked at it and they time. were all like skinheads and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, these dudes, you know, they were yeah. all like skinhead dudes and shit on the picture. And then it would like think like, I don't even know. I'm just this ain't, tr-, you know, I'm just using words like a war zone. Yeah. Or yeah. Law. No, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's how you knew. Yeah. Yes. And like, OK, if I see a Chromex album, I'm going to get the Chromex album because Agnostic <clears throat> Front, this album, I just love. Thank these dudes. You yeah. know. And, but that's back then because there was no internet. There were, you know, you had to get, you only knew bands if you somebody told you, or, or especially if you're in Auburn, New demo. York, you saw them. You bought every demo that they had. Yeah. You bought or, all the merch you could. Or that band like thanked another band on their thank you list and you got that band. But another album that hit me pretty good was Warzone, the one with uh, Don't Forget the Struggle, Don't, Don't Forget, forget the, the Streets. Yeah. That album's awesome. Even though my favorite. Warzone song isn't on that. It's the anthem one. That um, <laughs> Lucy, guys, can I can, Lucy. I can I be on the podcast too? Just lay down, girl. What's, Ray Ray Bees was actually the first drummer, drummer for Ignacio AF, from, but they yes. uh, he couldn't really play any no, of the films, no. so they kicked him. No, out. he was. Yeah, he was the first. It was him. Um, well, Vinny or uh, Roger wasn't even the singer. It was John Watson. John Watson. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever, do you ever watch the Hardcore Chronicles? The oh, Chronicles? yeah. Did you see yeah. John Watson? Yeah. yeah. Man, he's like like legitimate New York. Oh, yeah. He's talking with the, yeah. the Kangol hat. I, the, you know, he he's like, yeah. real, like, you can tell the real New York dudes yeah. doing those interviews. That documentary is on Show, oh, Amazon Prime. Prime. That's a great documentary. Wait, what's it yeah. called? The New York Hardcore uh, Chronicles. Uh, okay. It's I'll really good. Out. It's good, man. Yeah. Your your brother knows Drew. Drew Stone did it. <laughs> he was oh, singer cool. for Antidote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your brother did did an episode of the Ten Questions or whatever. Five is it? Five oh, questions. I think it's ten. Ten. Yeah. Your brother did an episode. Drew Stone, okay. the guy that did the movie. Okay. Yeah. Your uh, brother did did an episode of that. It's good. Yeah, like everybody. I mean, not everybody, but yeah. He asked them like, "What's their first show? The first yeah. bands they were yeah, in? Dude. All that stuff." Oh, it's hardcore dead's usually the last one. Do you, or do you think hardcore is dead? What do you say? I don't remember what your brother said. <laughs> the only thing I really remember ever about that is Drew Stone asked, uh, and I know if Jonathan watches this, he I always tell talk to him about this because he, he says I had. I know he won't, but he has. I, <laughs> I love I love Craig Thanks. ahead. Because Craig yeah, Ahead yeah. was in, well, he's in Sick of It All. He was in Straight, Straight Ahead. Ahead. He was in Agnostic Front, but yeah. Craig Ahead, I love him. And uh, they asked Craig Ahead if he ever, like, banged a skinhead chick. He goes, <laughs> yeah, I might have out in the Midwest, out in a garage. I bent her over a bag of kitty litter and gave it to her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just how he said, he goes, I bent her over a bag of kitty litter. <laughs> I said that to your brother. I go, yeah, I bent a skinhead chick. He knew right away. He goes, Craig ahead. Your brother knew it. 
That's what's Sorry, Jana, but I had to tell that story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel weird. It's all good. No, but it was just, I love that story. Man, you got to go back and watch Craig Aheads. And it's just, oh, well, there's, that, they have know. so many With his New York accent. He goes, yeah, I might have been a bag of kitty later. Yeah, they talked to Harley, oh, John Joseph. Yeah, they talked to them all. Shaka Malik, uh, like pretty much everybody. They talked to Vinny, Jimmy yeah. Gestapo, everybody. Everybody. It's Walter. a great thing. It's a great... Well, yeah, they talked yeah, to Walter Scheifels. Fucking quicksand, man. Quicksand. Gorilla Biscuits. Gorilla Biscuits. Rival schools. Band. Oh, dude. All, everything yeah. he touched. Everything he ever touched. And he produced a lot of the later... Uh, did you guys ever listen to uh, Title Fight? I've no. heard about my He did a lot of their later records. Yeah? yeah. Really? Yep. I fucked with them. And Tiger's Jaw, I think. I could be wrong about the Tiger's Jaw. Speaking of Tiger's... There was that band out of Syracuse when Tigers fight. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember them? They were yeah. good. Man. Mike DC, John was that who it was? Yeah. That was a good band. Dude, Did Damnation they ever play a show? Because they were supposed to play a show at the West Cobb, but they never actually know. played. Remember Matt designed a shirt for him? No. He I had that wrote, CD or whatever. It was, like a, it was only like too. four songs, wasn't it? Or something. Yeah. It was good, though. There's two on Tigers fights albums. Is there? Okay. EPs, but... Dude, Mike DC was the best vocalist. Damnation, Damnation. AG. Do you ever, ever such a melodic. I never really got into no, Charlie's so days, and I'm so good. I just John McCaig did most of the shows there. I just managed Hungry Charlie, yeah. so like I didn't have anything. You were the was, manager. Yeah, manager I was the manager when all that went down. No shit. No, you I got a lot manager. of stories of that. Yeah, man. no, I mean, and I didn't ever like have anything to do with John shows or Keith in the. Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, I worked there and I like did the deals with John, but I never like brought. He the was the one that booked the show. John booked okay. the show, yes, and, uh, and then they had Keith and I forget Ryan. They did the other Ryan like, Hax and Keith. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan the, Dunn. No, they did the oh, original. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the original Hellfest was at. Oh no, I was thinking Matt. Matt Dunn. Is it Ryan Canavan who's Hex? Yeah, 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 yeah Ryan yeah. Canavan. But they did the, the, they did the original <laughs> Hellfest. Was that Hungry Charlie's? But it wasn't called Hellfest. I, I don't know if they did, but that's when the gunshot. You were worked that day. You remember the kid came to confront Earth Crisis and he fired a gun what? at him. Up in the, My uh, brother remembers that better than I do. Up in I was the, probably uh, in the walk in the alley or drinking. Cans. No, you weren't counting cans. You were probably drinking Mississippi <laughs> mud. But uh, but um. Uh, I forget what I was saying. Is there any I, more background to that gun story? Uh, all I remember is all there right, was some see. beef between an ori- a hardcore kid. I mean, I, I could have some of this wrong, but there was a beef between the kid that used to be a hardcore kid, and then he became like a drug dealer down in Florida. And there was some beef between him and some of the guys in Earth Crisis. Holy well, he shit. showed up at the show in Earth Crisis. Like, they didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. those dudes were legit they would fight you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. they would yeah. they went up to confront him and that motherfucker <clears throat> fired like five shots off and uh i remember we shut down shut the show down because we heard gunshots i remember jeff chase he used to run the security for john and he would do security for us i mean he worked for like john and keith and them because i didn't want our bouncers working our bouncers didn't understand the show right yeah. you know what i'm saying like, who are these kids out there yeah, fighting so, what the uh, freak <laughs> so jeff chase uh he was a hardcore kid and he had some hardcore dudes that would just run security you know they were legit yeah. dudes they knew what was real like, yeah i know that guy yeah, yeah, he's he's not, was a yeah, fighter with just yeah. dancing you know what i mean so i was all good with them having their own security guys in there because you know 
all of a sudden, Jeff, I heard the gunshots. I'm running up. Jeff Chase, because Hungry Charlie's, I don't know if you ever went to his show there. It was downstairs. Yeah, it was really low ceilings. Yeah, low ceilings. Well, (laughs) Jeff came running down like a guy shooting a gun. So I came, I went running up. And uh, next thing you the cops came. So we shut the show down. And they did an investigation. They picked up the bullet shells and shit. And uh, so he just the guy shot. Got arrested. So he shot, I think he shot in, the air. in the air. Yeah, trying to scare him. And uh, I, the kid got arrested, and the show went on. Holy started fuck! Started the show back up, and uh, I don't really know what happened there. I don't know what the beef was. You know exactly. I just know what ha- you know. I saw. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Chris Whiteman. No, it wasn't. Chris was in the band. Man. I mean, the beef was probably with. Chris oh, Lightman. oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. You know that. You know him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Got below, baby. But uh, no, I yeah no. There was a bunch of good shows back then. Uh, John John McCaig put on a lot of good yeah. shows there. Yeah. Uh, my favorite probably, and I know a lot of dudes don't like them, is H two O on their second album. Came out on Epitaph and they toured and. Uh, I love H2O, you know, but uh, I know a lot of dudes don't like them, but uh, I they put them. on a great show. H2O, Toby puts on a good show all the time, but fuck, uh, Path of Resistance played there mm. on New Year's Day. Nobody knew they were going to play, you remember? And then they came up and they did a song and it went crazy. Uh, Earth Crisis uh, the recorded. Path. I just listened to the uh, the Oath That Keeps Me Free. Oh, that's a great album. That's that, a great that, one. I love it. And I love that DJ on the album cover. Everybody was supposed to wear black sweatshirts, and he showed up with a white sweatshirt. Oh, you're it. thinking of Who Dares Wins. Oh, Who Dares Wins. Yes, yeah, Who yeah, Dares, yeah. yes. Yeah. The first album, the first Hardest album, album cover of a, all time. It's a great like, album. Yeah. Like, some, like, the old beat-up yeah. yeah. It was an old bird. Yeah, and they're all like this. Yeah, yeah. Fucking ski mask. has the white sweatshirt. Everybody else has the black. Yeah. DJ was my first roommate. When I moved to Syracuse, him and John Taylor, they called me up in Auburn. And John were, Taylor. So yeah, John I just Cat saw John, John Taylor. Taylor. John Taylor was just at the show with Carl at Municipal Waste. He showed up with Carl at <laughs> Municipal Carl Waste. Beaner. Yeah, when I was hanging out in back with those I don't really remember time. him, but okay. Camp, Camp used to live with him on Ostrom. I Probably, think. yeah, yeah, John. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Uh what was I saying? I forgot you <laughs> fucked me up. You're DJ's oh, first roommate. Oh, yeah. No, DJ's first roommate. No, oh, we were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. DJ with his white sweatshirt. Yeah. I was just, just saying he was my first roommate. Hardest album days. cover ever. It was. A and great I still album. rock that album. Oh, yeah. And you know what else was a good album? And they recorded it there was. Um, Prayer for Christ. a Fallen Angel? Oh, no. I was going to say Earth Crisis is. The Oath that Keeps Me Free. The Oath Keeps Me Free. Yeah. yeah, free. And that was recorded there. Awesome. My brother's all over Firestorm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they had to redo Firestorm. You remember? Oh, really? You remember? Everybody laughed because something happened with the soundboard during Firestorm. Oh. So they had to redo. Oh, yeah. You there remember? Was, there were like five dudes. It was like us. Yep. We were there cleaning <laughs> up. I remember. And they, they, did, they redid Firestorm because something happened to the soundboard yep. on the last song. I do remember that. And yeah. I can hear my brother's fucking high-pitched voice. Uh, no, but they were they recorded that there. Uh, sick of it all played I saw there. Dead guy there. Dead guy was a great That's show there. Show. Uh, uh, sick of it all played there. Did you see times. Crown of Thorns there? Yeah, Crown of Thorns. Oh, that's the best story because uh, we always would turn the taps off because that was John's thing because it was a straight edge show. So we had yeah. like twenty taps at the back bar. What we, John always wanted me to unhook. 
the beer taps. Like he just didn't want me to say I wasn't selling beer. I'd have to go back and unhook them all. So if you'd hit the taps, nothing would come out. Well, I think crown of thorns, maybe mad ball. I'd have to ask Farrakow. Farrakow probably, that's what I call Jonathan Farrakow. But I'd have to ask him because that dude is like a freaking encyclopedia of hardcore. He remembers every show, everything. I don't remember. It all just mixes up in my old brain. But, um, and I remember those guys coming up. Marauder was there. Oh, that's a hard-ass show. Yeah, Holy yeah. fuck. And John yeah. normally doesn't book those shows, but he had to because they were, like, turned with Earth Crisis or something, so he had to book them. Yeah. And I remember those guys all coming up, like Danny Diablo or whatever, the guys from Crown of Thorns and Marauder, asking me for beers and stuff. Yeah. So I was like... So how'd you do that? I like, just gave it to oh, okay. I wasn't going to say no to him. I was giving them beer. <laughs> yeah, I, just said, I just said, keep it They're down. They're weedheads, big time. Marauder? Yeah. yeah. I just I just was like, I was giving them bottles. I, yeah. You know, just keep it yeah. down below, you know, yeah. and this and that. And I remember John came up and said something. I'm like, listen. Dude, what are you going to do? These dudes want beers. Yeah. You remember like when Marauder and Crown of Thorns played and they wanted beers? And we were giving them out of the cooler? Because in because your brother would know this story better than me, but uh, John would not book those guys. But he John had McKay. to McCaig. I think he had to because they were torn with Earth Crisis, right, weren't they? Right. So he had to book them. And I remember they came up and wanted beers and shit. And uh, I'm like, I'm not gonna say <laughs> no to those dudes. You know? Very scary guys. Yeah, but I remember the uh, the one dude, the one dude that had the braids. <clears throat> A girl passed out. Jorge. Yeah, Is that Jorge. who it was? Yeah. yeah. A girl passed He's out. A runner, right? Yeah, yeah. A girl passed out just from dancing. And I was shitting my pants. We brought her in. And that motherfucker was like an ambulance guy for fire FDNY. Really? Yeah. So he came EM, in. Got, EMT. Yeah. EMT and yeah. all that came in because the cops showed up because they got a call. And they showed up down there. But he already had her awake and everything. And I'm like, phew, because... You know, That's I didn't awesome. know, yeah, she just from the heat because it used to get yeah. so hot down there, and uh, she just from dance and stuff, she passed out. But he worked for the FDNY and like got her revived and was like, just gave I her. I did water. not know that yeah. podcast exclusive, yeah. Yes. So I'm not sure which one it was, but it was the guy with the braids, one of the guys with most the likely Jorge. Yeah, I, think I, was, still I would assume yeah. I saw him on a hate five six video not too yeah. long ago. Still rocking the braids, yeah. but, but I think he's the only one. I think it's just him, and, just just, him and he just and he just has yeah. a bunch or of dudes. Or it might have been a dude like I was saying, like it could have been a dude from Crown of Thorns with braids. I just remember it was somebody with yeah. braids that, and your brother knows who it was because I told him. He goes, oh yeah, that's so and so. Gotta get busky on the next. Yeah, one. you do because I don't know much about that that era. Reach of out. I don't know much about that era of New York hardcore. Like I'm like agnostic front cause for alarm. Okay. In mid like, late nineties. Breakdown. Yeah. No, like, well, I'm early. Yeah. I'm like mid eighties or late eighties right. early. Yeah. Like, but that, what you're talking about, I only know them because they played at hungry Charlie's, you know, I don't know much about them. I mean, I know their stuff, but I don't, you know, I was older at that time. I wasn't like I was when I was 18, 19, you know, yeah. I mean, was into everything. Oh, the best stories about that shit. You remember Rick, the life, Rick the Life would bring his traveling. He would bring his traveling thing and take up like a huge area hungry Charlie. Oh yeah, all his merch and merch and sell all his stuff. You remember that? Is this when he used to just bring a boombox with him and? Oh no, he had like this whole like he would take up this whole area every show, 
and like Dirty uh, Dirty Rick. That's what I think. Before uh, it was Rick Life, it was Dirty Rick, wasn't it? I that's think. a great name. Yeah, I think it was Dirty Rick because Kurt Woods, we'd call Dirty Curdy because yeah. Kurt had the dreads <laughs> like Rick, you know, and then he loved Rick. Dirty Curdy. Dirty Curdy's like dad, he uh, killed himself, but we'd call him Dirty. <laughs> no, he did. He hung himself. Damn, but uh, we called him Dirty Curdy because he loved Dirty Curdy. He loved like Dirty Rick. Well, I mean, he was my boy, <laughs> too. I loved Kurt. I miss him. He's been a dad a long time. I mean, Kurt was a good dude. He just yeah. ran into some issues <laughs> and got caught up in the game, you know? Yeah. But uh, but I, we just called him Dirty Curdy. DJ actually made up that name, Dirty Curdy. He called. How did you meet DJ? When did you? Just um, uh, I met him. Don't no, I met I met DJ on the SU Hill with Luby. Okay. Me and oh, Luby yeah. used to come to Syracuse for shows and skate. And all of a sudden, one time we were skating with somebody downtown. He was a punk rock kid. And he's like, "Hey, you ever go up to the beach?" We're like, "What's the beach?" He goes up on the SU Hill, the cement blocks, and we're like, "No, we never been up there." And he's like, that's where all the punk rockers hang out and the skins and skaters and hardcore kids. We went up there and fuck, there was like yeah. 40 kids there hanging out, drinking awesome. and everything. And we're like, oh my God, this is awesome. You know, so me and Luby started going up there like every night, driving over. We'd really? skate and go up and hang out and go to shows. And uh, then DJ just happened, DJ lived in camden then i think he was from camden he'd come in he'd come to syracuse all the time too and he was a skinhead he'd always wear his boots and his jacket shaved head and he was like he knew all that he like kind of brought new york hardcore to syracuse yeah. you know and uh and he called me him and john taylor called me and they needed a roommate and that's just how it happened like that they just needed a, an extra guy to pay rent. And I actually uh, basically <laughs> turned the guy. I moved out of Auburn over to Columbus Street. And it was basically like a dining room that I put up a curtain in and put my bed and dresser. That sounds like, like his that. old apartment. Yeah, you know, it was rock. just, it was um, just, it was punk Osborne rock. Street. Yeah, it was yeah. punk rock. It was just punk rock. Enough, three of us. Yeah. You know, and, and you probably saved a lot of money, money too. That way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, well, none of us really made money. We were making. I worked, I got a job at Hungry Charlie's, John worked at Bonsai Pizza, and DJ worked at, like, the health, the good food store at, like, SU, and we were maybe making 80 bucks a week, you know, so, yeah. you know, I mean, just barely surviving, you know, paying rent and eating, and, but we were living what we wanted to live. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, it was like, you were just, every day was just, you know whatever it was punk rock you know what i mean you just went down to the beach or you went up to the cemetery and drank i mean obviously he didn't but he would go up yeah. to the cemetery and hang with us he didn't give a shit you know because oakwood cemetery like around 10 11 o'clock we'd get the last to buy the beer and then we'd go up to the cemetery and there's that big thing up there that hill and you'd go up there and drink really i've and never then, i've have you ever been to oakwood no, cemetery no. oh it's awesome it's right by su it's oh, a past, it's before Manly Field House. It's a huge old. If you think Fort Hill's cool, yeah, this Fort is, Hill is cool. It is cool. No, that's what I'm saying. Oakwood is like. Okay. Well, you got to check Oakwood Cemetery. Yeah, out. we it's never right really ventured out of Auburn. We were more like Auburn. Like yeah, we want, but no, like, Oakwood, yeah, we, we fuck with Auburn. Yeah. Like we're Auburn. Fuck yeah. you. No, that's yeah. awesome. No, I know Auburn had a cool scene. Like you had. <clears> we'd go to Thad's shows band and fucking rush back to It was like huge. What was Thad's band's name there? If Hope Dies. Yeah, that was like they made like some they made some footprints for Auburn. You know. Yeah. 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 Yep. No, they made some footprints for the town. Yeah. Wow. 
Definitely. And enough is enough. You know, Shane and them, they kind of got... Sacred Pledge. That was the... Was that another band? Oh, that was... That was our, like, it wasn't our was band, our, but it was the band that we loved. Oh, was people. it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Underside? Underside was our time. Was was Auburn. Great. It was, like, that was our time. It was Auburn's, like, melodic, melodic like, kind of, like, a DC Fugazi, you know, style. Yeah, band. I can tell with that, that name. That was Greg. Like, underside. So, that so was sad. Greg Dobko, Shane's dad, was in that yeah. band. Andy Camp. Mark Lynn, who's still, like, he moved out to California, and he was actually, like, in some like post-punk bands out there mark still i mean uh, he still plays music yeah he, yeah. he was on stage the other day with uh billy joe armstrong yeah billy joe armstrong from green day yeah. uh actually john camp's up really? yeah nice. yeah because he actually moved out there during that lookout time like yeah. 89 90 and he actually played with some like he was in a band with it i don't know if you're i mean it was back at that time i don't know what label they were on i don't think they were lookout but it was a band called Mansula. Yeah. Monsula was a good band for that time. Well, I think he still plays with Mark Bill played with Monsula. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, Mark I remember Mark remember uh Mark's uh said Billy Joe Armstrong. He knew all the guys from Rancid, like Tim Armstrong and uh yeah, Mark was part of the scene. Mark, uh, Matt Freeman, which was Matt McCall. I think his name was Matt McCall on Operation Ivy, right? I'm I'm not sure. Because it's the same basis, but I think so. He had the a basis for name. Rancid was a basis for Op Ivy. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, I, I but because you wouldn't if you didn't know it because his name was Matt McCall on the Operation Ivy album, hmm. but it's actually Matt uh, Freeman. What? And it's Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman okay. from uh, Op Ivy. That's what's up. My yeah. brother fucks with that like era. Like See, Op that was Ivy. my era. That Operation was my era. I remember playing pool. Oh, Operation Ivy was, was awesome, man. When Eric Lynn played that for me the first time, I'm like, what is this? Scott Core? What is this? Scott Core? I'm like, this is like the best. I, I couldn't believe it. It was so different. The Scatolites are, I don't know, there was a couple the meters. I don't know. Some fucking, I had a couple. No, but Scott it was like, it, it was totally different for the time. There was Scott. I mean, there was the Mighty Mighty Boss tones, but Op oh, Ivy Boston. was, like, different. Oh, yeah, it was It's like the second wave of Scott, probably, yeah. right? Here. Yeah, because there was regular Scott, like, the special. And then there was, like, Real Big Fish. That was, yeah. like, third wave. Yeah. I was going to save Goldfinger, Goldfinger. <laughs> but, like, Op Ivy got that, like, Scott core popular, like, uh, what's the big punk band that every I like them. Um, they're, like, from New York City and they're kind of dirtbaggish looking. Uh, <laughs> uh, leftover crack. What's the band before leftover crack? It's the same guy. I have it's no the same idea. singer. But they're like, I mean, they're ABC no real yeah. like style. Like just dirtbag, like scumcore. You know what I mean? They like yeah. wear the black, they wear the black combat hats, they're dirty headlocks. Yeah. Oh, you're oh shit. You're I just gone. did what you did though. I spilled my it's beer. It's all right. It's That's, all right. This carpet is made for yeah, fucking yeah, soak up beer. Um, it's all right. I think his name's Geezer or something. But Leftover Crack. What was the band before Leftover Crack? But that Scott Core, that Op Ivy started that, man. That was, like, just different. I love it. I'm going to have to look down my thing when I go down there who it was. But. Hell yeah. I'm going on three hours. What do you... S- Should we just wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Wrap it up. Three hours. I think that's... Yeah, because he's going to talk to the cats for another two hours. <laughs> yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't have to end this hang. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we can end the uh, podcast. I think I heard all those bands from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Goldfinger, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's got me thinking, what's that predecessor band to Leftover Crack? I would have no idea. I never listened to any of that weird I shit. I definitely listened to Leftover Crack, but... I don't know. I definitely smoked some. Same. That's the best crack. <laughs> it's free. There's no such thing as leftover crack. So, uh, yeah, let's just wrap it up. We're going to have these guys on again. Yeah, it's not like they're going to be goodbye. frequent just, guests. We're not saying goodbye. It's a see them. you later. It's a see you later. So long. Yeah. It's, how, it's how we roll here in the podcast. Yep. This is sick. I yeah, I know. We gotta, we gotta show the folks I out there was that the board. Man would buy a flash? No, Stanford has to upstage me. I don't know. I think yours is great too. It just, just say greater. It, just say better. It is <laughs> greater. The best flash, most fantastic, biggest flash. Fuck it then. Flashiest flash of all time. <laughs> yeah, show, show the, show the peeps that board close up. That's hot. It's dope. It's, it's cool. Thrashed yet. We are. We've been graced uh, with some awesome guests that have come with some sick merch. I, I think the only person that didn't come with merch was Nick. But we didn't tell him. I don't think we told him. That to. was pre like we want shit. Yeah. Sandy would have brought some sick sick merch. Here you go. I gotta play it for you. Oh shit! Come this on, is Tim. Like you gotta check this out. We're saying our goodbyes, Tim. Just oh, right. say goodbye real quick. But that doesn't mean the hang the the. Yeah, no, I'll show that. you yeah. after. Yeah. Because I got to go to bed. So I was this just is looking Tim Stenniford. Thank you. I got to work tomorrow. Damn. Tim Stenniford's the man. Thanks, guys, for oh. having me. We're very pumped to have him on. He was one Always. of the people that was on our list when we yeah. started this shit. So do you have any final thoughts for all the people out there? No, I just had a great time. Thanks for having me on. And You're always welcome sorry back. For, I probably babbled on about no. punk rock and politics no. No, and skateboarding. All... No. That we probably half out. of it's bullshit, but it's as, as I remember it. It's as I remember it. I'm like, I said some bullshit, so you have to fact check me with someone who's more OG. There's like, there's someone more OG. What? Uh, yeah, well, I can't be. <laughs> more OG than me. You know? gotta find Glenn Hawkbrook. Glenn, lives in, Glenn yeah. lives in Portland, Oregon, is a brick mason. I know, he's got good. Uh, all right, quit your job and fly out here to yeah. talk to us and well, drink. Maybe drink, we can find Mary Brooke. Beer. She lives somewhere around I see here. Her once every five years, but sh- and a single These fuckers yeah. are going yeah, on. I know. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> what? Would you-